It's Dick Toledo from the Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to the Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, I also saw this yesterday. I like this. They did a, a list of things that people said uh, had happened to them in school in the 80s and 90s that wouldn't work today. Yeah. Uh, you have this one. We talked about the that teacher used to take the kids out on his boat. Paul right? Browse. Yeah. And it, I found that. I found those kind of things creepy in the 80s and 90s. Hanging out with a teacher to me always felt rapey. Like I never wanted to be my teacher's friend. Had his you know, uh, ski natique and his private uh, water ski yeah. lake that you had to have a ski boat. Yeah. And- it, uh, I was taught at an early age, uh, pedophiles and molesters always had the coolest stuff to attract you in. Like, that's bait. Like, pinball machines, video games in their house, you know, like stand-ups. Oh, yeah. And, and men who lived alone were like, yeah, come on in. I got all sorts of kids' toys. And that was when my friend uh, Olson, in, in the newspaper, when he discovered, why does Father Dale have so many sizes of children's uh, shorts to change into and he ran because he's like it's weird that this dude by himself is asking me to change my pants and he's got me choosing from the hot tub to get in the hot tub with him while he's standing there naked get in with me i'll get in like this here's a a bunch of shorts you can wear and and like you know all the sizes of the of the seventh to twelfth grade boy (laughs) but he's like this is weird and he just ran away I never fell into that, except for the one time my mom made me go to whale watching with our neighbor because his son died, and I was about his age. So he came over You're and asked a proxy on that kind of filling in. For I the mean, boy. that's a recipe for kidnapping. Like mm, that guy's not an uh, absolutely. Not so are you kidding me? That's a Dateline yeah. special. No, I'm correct on that because did you get kidnapped? No, no. The, the police stopped it. They shot him dead on the scene at the McDonald's <laughs> when he's trying on. to poison me. No. Of course it's a recipe for kidnapping. I'm not saying it's going to happen every time, but if a neighbor came came over and I'm mentally distraught, I've lost my daughter, your daughter reminds me of mine, can I take her out in the ocean? Sure, we can go. No. But your mom just, said just your you. mom did send just you a buddy. It was a buddy program, right, though? Yeah, my other friend, Tony. <laughs> it was. That, that was, wouldn't happen anymore. You kill, And Tony was black. Oh, so then maybe it would. You kill Tony and then you keep me. Yeah. That was his plan. That's a movie. That's what always, like, they lost their kid. Feed Tony to the whale. They lose their minds a little bit. Oh, your friend Tony. We can't tell anybody about this. Let's drive away together. Next thing you know, you're on the PCH in, like, San Luis Obispo with a stranger. It's our secret. You're never going to go home again. Exactly. And now I'm, now I got weenies in my mouth. And I'm like, I've but you got a sweet bike. Yeah, I got, got some all cool sorts toys. Of stuff. Yeah. But I felt my mom felt bad for him and he wanted to go take me whale watching because I reminded him of his dead son. And did you see. Was he crying the whole time? He cried in the car. Delusional. Yeah. He might have looked at me and then had that movie thing where my face kind of goes, woo, 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 and turns into his boy. You ready to go home, Jason? Huh? 
My name's John. You're Jason now. Oh, no. That happens all the time with the creepy weirdos. Did you come home after we're watching it, Marcy? Flapper. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I Never again. You know, you know what, though? Every time I bring this up, I want to go over to her and go, what were you, what in the f*** were you thinking as a parent to say, sure, never knew the guy. We weren't, like, neighborly. We just moved in. And there I am, the blonde kid, about nine years old, and the neighbors it clearly been eyeballing me for a while. Looking at him, that one reminds me of my boy. I'm going to see if I can get him out in the ocean. And he did. My mom let it happen. Sure, you can take my son out in the middle of the ocean. Strange new neighbor with a dead son that might not be mentally all there. I've dealt with things certain ways, but I'd really like your son to... I'd like to go out with him and remind remind me of what I've lost. We didn't even know how the kid died. He might have killed him. Nobody asked any questions. There I am with Tony on the end of the thing. Some guy standing behind us trying to give us food and... Want some more ice cream? Jason. It's John. I'm not your... Okay. Vanilla. That's what Jason would have asked for. I'm going to get raped. Tony, you know that, right? Nobody in 1982 turned to their black friend and said, I wish I was you. But I was doing it with Tony. <laughs> was, it was weird. It was a nice day, but then he started weeping. Because he knew deep down I wasn't really Jason. I can't imagine, like, when I was a kid and I was on my bike and I would go, uh, uh. we'd have the, you know, exchange... Uh, foreign exchange yeah. people staying at our house. That was dangerous. We were too. running with Poncho, Poncho from Bahamas. Yeah, there I am in Lily White, UA. Yeah, little kid falling on a black eye running. <laughs> right. <laughs> that guy clearly stole that little boy's wallet. Get him. No, you were you would have you would have fly. Your parents equally dangerous situations by putting foreign nationals in the bedroom next to you and just saying, "Hey, watch our boy. We're leaving." Letting you drift around. They didn't do it. Uh, this guy said, uh, our, my English teacher used to cuss us out and chuck the blackboard erasers at us just to leave marks. Oh, that would make make that big definite statement. Puff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my first grade teacher uh, got mad at me because I shook a ruler at her. She took the ruler, bent it back with her finger and smacked me in the face, made my nose bleed. Uh, also, by the way, she was the school psychologist. <laughs> Sister Betty at yeah. uh, Our Lady Victory. School. You got hit a few times. She had the ruler, and if your hands are on your desk without doing anything, she'd do the hand check. Here's one that wouldn't fly today, too. In elementary school, uh, we had a teacher who made it known that if you leaned back in your chair and went on two legs, he's sweeping the legs. <laughs> uh, he could have seriously hurt or killed one of us. He never did. Some of us would get tipped over. No one batted an eye. Our parents said it was okay. Yeah. I had a Spanish teacher tell me after class that she was tired of watching me get bullied and I needed to sucker punch a kid. <laughs> she hated him, too. Oh, man. Uh, one had, uh, remember those cherry balls? Those P.E. cherry yeah, balls? Oh, the playground he balls. kept a small one. Yeah. Teacher kept a small one. And if you fell asleep, he'd chuck it at you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, there's a two and a half hour line to pick your kids up. Like, I was going by Kiva Elementary. It's a little... Or not Kiva. Uh, I can't remember the name of the place. But it, two hours. Two hours to sit. Just, your kid can't walk. That's ridiculous. Your kid can't walk home. How long? Do you have to go pick Kirby up? Ten Every minutes. day? Yeah, Every day? Um, between like, Ronnie and I? Is there no bus? No. Where, where she is... There's a bus. There has to be. Yeah, but... What's I'm, wrong with the bus? I've never heard good things about What's kids going riding on? the bus. What are you talking about? It's ages of kids riding the bus. I rode yeah, the bus. I know, it was fantastic. You hated it. 
I you liked riding it? The, yes. The bus ride was amazing. The last thing I wanted was my mom and dad dropping me off at school. Made me look like a douche. I think it doesn't work for Kirby because she's the only one in the neighborhood. If there were more kids, like if they had two or they three. Don't have a, so they don't There's have two a kids. They do, but you have to have... Um, huh? It's... Yeah, it's, no, I know it's private, but you don't have a bus, and, and, and they, they have, have to. Then they basically say if there's uh, kids that are close enough in that area, they don't have that one stop. They don't have a number of buses. Yeah, like Alex. So you goes walk to, to the bus stop. Alex goes to public school, so if he's the only one on that bus route, yeah. he's the only one because they have to run that bus. But they're the other. They're the other yeah, way but I'm just saying, like there is a bus stop she could walk to, get picked up by the bus with a couple other kids. Um, no, they do, not, in they our, would not in our come neighborhood. Come to your house and pick her up. So, like, Uber your kid to school? Pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah, I used to have to walk, like, a quarter mile every day just to the bus stop, and then another, like, half mile back because the bus stop stopped at a different place. And most of them are, you know, are kids that are coming from 25, 30 minutes away. <laughs> the, That's the, crazy. A, yeah. We used to beg to ride our bikes. It was seven or eight miles minimum. You had to go. You had to cross major streets. We were uh, biking, walking. Yeah. I mean, my neighborhood it was a lot closer. I was like well, four blocks away. The street, then mopeds kicked in. They had a thing on the news the other night of a new school, and it's like, oh, we didn't account for all this. The hour and thirty minute line of parents coming to pick the kids up. We need a better system. I'm like, yeah, buses, buses, and walking. Like, what happened? I see no fat your kids are walk. No, 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 God, no, I can't walk. Couldn't couldn't put him through that. He might complain when he gets home. And then we'll, he'll be mad at us, and we won't be friends. Now, some days uh, she'll walk to a place with another friend, and we'll yeah. pick him up there later on. Sure. But they can't just walk home? Is it too far? It's too far for Kirby, yeah. Really? How far? It would take her 40 minutes Big probably D, to walk. that's the walk. Oh, you got to let her walk. I did. Uh, mine was at least, we used to walk to roads. An hour and a half. From Extension and Guadalupe, we would walk to roads on... That was at least an hour walk. And I think the, the if it were just through neighborhoods, that's one thing. Yeah. Well, we had to cross stops. And, there's or some, no, yeah, there's we, some risky crossings. You know, crossed, I, mean, I hate you know that that intersection at. Um, there's one intersection in the neighborhood. I, it's every other month. There's a somebody getting run over. Yeah. Right. Or a rollover. Someone run, running the light. I don't understand the two-hour lines that go pick your kids up. If I had to wait an hour and a half, my kid could get home in that kind of time hoofing it. Used to be a couple of cornfields, but now that's housing, so right. that's good. Yeah. Your kid wouldn't bury like... neighborhood. Hey, yeah. you want I, I swear, Yeah, I swear to God, if I had to wait an hour for my kid and the walk takes 40 minutes, uh, that prick is, like, paying me. I'm getting money out of this somehow. Yeah, I, well, d- things would change if it wasn't yeah. an hour. Oh. They, there would be a bus. It was an hour or, of my day. It was 10 yeah. minutes waiting, but 20 minutes back and forth. It's 30, like, you can walk that in the time it takes me to get, my, like, disrupt my whole day from picking you up. So waiting in that line over there by that school in Arcadia is, it's ridiculous. It's God become forbid, the you, way now. Yeah, I know, and that's because we, kids are, and that's why kids are pussies and live at home until they're 30 now. They can't cross a road until they're 45. Probably shouldn't get out there and walk. That's an awful lot of effort. With stories of uh, constant grooming and yeah. your kid's going to get kidnapped. I know. And plus, God forbid they exercise. That I've seen the ones that were running out to the car, those Oompa Loompas waddling out to the car. I'm like, that kid needs a long walk, like for a month. It would fall right off of him. But then he'd be mad at mom and dad, and we can't have that because then they're not friends. And the last thing you need is your child mad at you.
Nobody knows how to handle that. That line was brutal. If you haven't guessed, I got stuck in a kid's line yesterday. Oh, I don't have yeah. kids. It's one lane. You're screwed. At every turn, there's more families waiting for their incredibly abductable children. And I've seen your kids. Nobody wants them. For sure. I can guarantee you that. Nobody wants them. They're too heavy to pick up. Like every kid I saw, I'm like, Jesus, if I was an abductor. It's like sandbag. That kid's a deadlift. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a back muscle trying to lift that one, and, and especially if it's wrestling with me, it's gonna win ninety percent of the time. Nobody ever thinks of the the work the uh, abductors have got to put in with your big fat kids now, <laughs> and those poor bastards are risking life and limbs to pick one of your kids up. Those giants are brutal. I understand picking up the attractive ones. Like yeah, I go in line for that. You got yourself a three hundred pound fifth grader. Nobody's picking him up. And he needs to walk. It's kind of like what you're doing, Toledo. Your kid has rules that if he doesn't do certain things, he doesn't drive. Yeah. If this kid walks home and drops down to like a reasonable weight and, and becomes abductable, we'll start picking him up. Right. <laughs> like once you get lifting size. Once you start being desirable. Yeah, once you start getting desirable to abductors. But right now I'm looking at you. You are you are self-sustained, absolutely anti-abductable 300-pound boy. They're chugging on. And, and of course... You can teach them all you want. You got some candy in the car. That kid's getting in. You saw Kirby's punch and kick at Tactical Black. Yeah, I was worried about it. It didn't, it didn't too much her power. kick was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Or you're being a little bit nice. It was her first time through. Yeah. I wanted her to be tougher. Stronger. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought she brought pretty good... Uh, uh, well, the intensity level could <laughs> was, be up. Yeah, there was none of that. But, <laughs> she wasn't really into it. Yeah. But, yeah. We could get her. You have to paint the picture that like this is survival, man. Punch her, gotta... punch her a little harder. She didn't. She didn't have. She wasn't throwing the punch. She didn't care. You were throwing some good kicks. I remember your kicks were solid. Nobody's picking your ass up. You can walk anywhere That's you want. That's been that way for a long. You time. can walk anywhere. Yep, never one. And your parents knew it early on. They let you wander around when you were two. Get calls from the drugstore. Your boy's here. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants an no, anvil. Nobody's picking that boy up. That's a lot of work. You imagine trying to stuff that into a well. Oh, for Christ's sake. Ah, oh, my back. Kid, get in the well. No. Ah, go home. And Girl. he gets hungry. Oh. Tasmanian devil. Forget it. It's going to be, you're never getting any sleep as an abductor. Throw fist through windows if for a Twinkie. You abduct a Brady-sized baby. That kid's going to be screaming all night for food. You're not getting any rest. All right, so I don't have the exact address to where I think your mom's is, but is Tierra Del Sol close off extension? Well, I didn't go. That's not where I was. No, no, no. But you said you had to go from Rhodes. Oh, to I had to walk over there. I walked from my mom's on extension, extension in Guadalupe to oh, Rhodes, Guadalupe. Rhodes Junior High, which is on Longmore and Baseline. And we used to walk that every day. I had to leave like an hour and a half before school started just to do it. I loved it. Mine to Our Lady of Victory first through fourth grade was probably a 15, 20 minute walk. I was abductable, by the way. I was thin, I was tiny, adorable little blonde kid. I looked like Macaulay Culkin. Now, if they'd have grown up and let me grow up into what I am today, they'd have been, they'd have regretted every second of it. Like, this guy's horrendous. Like, he was so cute when he was a boy. It was so turned into this. that I would, elementary school, back at Barrington, lunch, I would walk home. Sure. Make lunch, come Go back. Do your thing. Oh, they knew that. No, no stopping that moving train. <laughs> Kid got hungry, let him walk home. He's going to get a sandwich. We don't have enough for him. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute. He's non-abductable. Don't worry. Nobody's going to try to pick him up. I was light as a feather. 2.1 miles, John. I walked 2.1 miles. That's all that is? It felt like forever. But it was a long time walking, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's just it's a 40-minute walk. At least. Especially with us dicking around half the way yeah. through. Plus, we have baby feet. That was short. 
It probably took us an hour. Oh, well, you're dicking around the whole time. We dicked around and yeah. baby steps. Yeah. We weren't like super striders. Yeah. That's adult 40 minutes. I'll show, that to, I'll show that to Kirby. Just, yeah. This is what John did. Is that the way you cut through? Yeah, want to do it. Look, if my mom said, uh, you know, I'll send an Uber for you every day, guess what I'd have been doing? But, but look at the shortcut. They shortcut through Dobbs and Ranch. You didn't go that route. You stuck to the main roads, didn't you? No, no, no. We went right across, uh, it would have been, uh, I guess, Macito, right on to, through Lindner, and all the way down, right through Dobbs and Ranch. Occasionally do different routes. And we uh, dicked around. Yeah. We yeah. probably ended up going down this way. Oh, my friend, we go through the golf course. I'm like, okay. Yep, there's Macito. Get stuck or on the golf course. you can take Medina. Medina was the other one, yeah. Yep. And we did a bunch of that. Stop by, play some foos at St. Tim's. Go, never. <laughs> that was the other way. You avoided that. Like, because you're going to get raped, you know. No, we would uh, also hop up on the fence, take shortcuts over people's backyards, walk in the fence line like we were the, you know, Walendas, tight roping it. Through a little, it's cutting off about a minute and a half, but we were going so slow in the back of that. Yeah, did all sorts of dumb stuff. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, tell Kirby. It's like, why don't you want to walk to school? Why? It used to be you were the biggest nerd in the world when mom picked you up after junior high. My mom picking me up was like, well, like the whole goal was to be independent. The whole goal was to not have your mommy and daddy there all the time. And now that's all they are. Like each kid's walking. Except for those abductable ones. You got a little John Bonet on your hands, you go pick her ass up. You got Brady Jr. sitting there in fifth grade? Hoof him. Get, let him walk, for God's sakes. He's got high blood pressure. He's 12. Knock it off. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's out of control now. I heard Broomhead yesterday talking about something I had to look up. Oh, the, I, I Scoliosexuality. Heard, yeah. What the hell's that? Scoliosexual. Uh, yeah, no one knows. Even scoliosexuals aren't sure. It's in the definition. They're not sure. It's when a person who doesn't identify as anything is attracted to somebody who doesn't identify as anything. But they can also be attracted to a cisgender, which is you and me, people who know what they are. Okay. So they're anybody. I thought. But it was they like, have to you have to identify as scoliosexual. I right. thought I was a gay person with scoliosis. Right. That's but, what I thought. Somebody, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was at a school. Yeah. It was like a homo with a bad back. That's what I yeah. thought at first. I'm like, oh, it's a queer with a bad back. Well, that'll happen. <laughs> you got the S spine. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course you got the S spine. You're always bent over. <laughs> ah. Isn't everyone? <laughs> No, I'm never bent over. I'm doing the bending. It says uh, scol, and I can say that as a uh, they uh, homosexual. I'm scoliosexual. That's me now. I've decided it. I'm scoliosexual just because it's new and it confuses people. Uh, They spell it two different ways. It's like Qaddafi. They can't even figure out how to spell the damn (laughs) thing. There's a C or a K. Idiots. Each way acceptable. You can spell it scolio with a K, like skull dip. I like the old school. Uh, well, the SC SK. one is the problem they're having is that people do think it's about your back. Yeah. Uh, it's an attraction to people who are transgender or non-binary. Uh, and that means that they, they are 
the gender's different than they were assigned at birth. They may identify as a man, woman, or neither, just nothing, an alien. People who don't identify as a man or a woman are non-binary since their gender is neither. So they just decide to be something that doesn't exist yet. They're making it up as they go along is what it is. Scoliosexuals may not be attracted to a cisgender. Uh, That's you and me, Brett and Brady. Uh, Scoliosexuality is new, so being scoliosexual may mean different things to different people. That's the actual definition. So whatever it is, is whatever you want it to be. Sounds like double talk. It it is double talk. That is in the definition. It is a relatively new term. Scoliosexual may mean different things to different people. So there is no meaning. If you went to the dictionary to look up a word and it said, depends on what you, it means something, it means something different to everybody. Like, well, that's not the definite word. Industrial means something different to everybody. Who makes these words up? That's what I want to know. And that's why I think it's somebody just like me. It's like some guy just screwing around going, let's see if we can make him dance. Boom. I got it in. Yeah, I got one in. And they're doing it. Well, it's, the, it's like... Uh, like getting into the urban dictionary. This thing. The Sassoon OK hand. Yeah. Is now white, white power prop. because yeah. some guys were joking around with it. And then a news... And then what is it? It's a fake what news is it, story. Is it something different upside down? Well, no. Well, that's what I mean. That's what it turned into. So yeah. they turned this upside down and this joke website said this is the new symbol for white pride. That's right. And it was an absolute... It was like the onion. Well, yeah. That's how it like, started as a joke. And then the the news didn't know, so people that would put that out there for Slugbug, because that's who it was like. Slugbug is for Nazis and, and racists, and they're joking in the thing. But the real news got hold of it, and then people were getting kicked out of ball games and and stuff because they were doing that, uh, trying to get Slugbugs for their friends. That's what we used to call it. Oh, there's other names for a scoliosexual as well, uh, which is uh, scolio. Do you know what scolio means in Greek? I just found this out yesterday. Thanks to Broomhead for all this stuff, too. Scolio in Greek. You said it earlier. Um, S-spine. No, bent. Uh, Bent. It means bent. So you're bent sexual if you do the translation. And here's the thing. Here's another thing. Try to figure this out. Bent over? Yeah, it's a bent over twink (laughs) whose back is like questionable. May need some L4, L5 work. Uh, people- Caesar, scolio over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it works. You understood the, me. Wait, what you're saying there is when Caesar was taking one in the ass, <laughs> yeah. you had to tell him first. Uh, will you scolio a little more? <laughs> uh, here's the other half of the definition. Try to figure this stuff out. I think we're being played. I think I may have cracked the code, boys. Uh, so worried about losing our jobs and getting canceled and everybody's running around going, well, what do I do to trying to just be nice? And we just kept getting this. Thing. People who prefer... Ceterosexual. Uh, Gotta look that one up too. Well, Cetrionial. Well, yeah, fans. that's no, no, that's not that's Cetrionial. Oh, okay. They believe that scoliosexual implies that non-binary or transgender individuals are wrong. Ceterosexual is standing for the same attraction. Comes from the word other. We're being fooled. We're so, being screwed with. They're just making up new words and making us go, all right, well, if you don't say it, you lose your job. I'm like, uh, it was uh, it was outstanding, but uh, yeah, strange. And then I got into a conversation with a guy. Uh, I was with a, a, a person I know up there, and we're chatting away, and then another guy joins our conversation. It happens in a bar up in Vegas where the Javier's enjoying ourselves. And he said something that I don't think I've ever, I'll never, it's never going to be a threat to me never going to be well especially now and you next starting next week but it's never been something anyone's ever going to do he said uh, essentially we we were talking about in vitro fertilization somehow he heard that and he was a handsome man uh he looked like the dude from bridgerton 
for the ladies out there who just got moist at the mere mention of the dude from Bridget. And he's talking. He goes, I don't want to interrupt your conversation or anything, but uh, I heard you talk about in vitro fertilization. We did. And the person I was with, and he's like, are you interested in uh, in this procedure? And Erica was with me. She goes, no, 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 no. I, it's not that. I'm not, I'm not doing it. We're talking about a friend of mine. And he goes, I have what's considered uh, superior sperm. I'm like, well, <laughs> before we, and I said, before we get in all that, how about a name here? Uh, like, how are you? And he said, yeah. Oh, yeah, my name is Russell. I'm like, hi, Russell. How are you? Hi, Russell with a superior sperm. My name is John with very average to below average sperm my entire <laughs> life. And now no sperm at all. Oh, that's hilarious. That's a very funny statement. I'm like, well, most people would laugh instead of just say that. But okay, that's how he laughs. Hilarious, very funny statement. So we're talking back and forth, and he goes, uh, you know, what does he do? And I still don't understand what he did. He had some 10 projects going. And then he turns to Erica, and he said, I was once offered $200,000 for my sperm. <laughs> I'm like, God, like, I can't believe that that's true. I'm like, who would do that? How hard is it for a lady to get sperm? It's the yeah. easiest. It was like the easiest day of your life as a woman to go. I need sperm today, and he goes, "That's because it's superior." <laughs> I go, "Okay." How did she? Where know did he get yeah, the, yeah. the grade? How did she wow. know that? The VS one. Well, it's, with clarity. I can tell you that it's not through a jeweler's <laughs> eye, my friend. <laughs> I asked the very same question, Peter, and, and Russell responded with, "My grandmother had twelve children because of my grandfather's incredibly superior sperm." Like, that's not. And I said, could it be that your grandmother had superior eggs and ovaries? Oh, no, no, no. Because then uh, her kids that all came from that had at least six kids each. Jesus. And I'm like, sounds like wild irresponsibility, not great sperm. <laughs> Very funny, amusing statement. However, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> this dude loves talking about his sperm. And it went on for 20 minutes, and I was dying. I've never, it's Vegas. There wasn't never a special at the end. You know, I was offered 200 kids, but no. I can get you 10K a shot. No, I, well, I told, <laughs> I, I said I had a hobo offer me 80 bucks once for mine. I don't know if that's superior or just fun. And I uh, started laughing, so the whole weekend. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. The whole weekend, I would turn to Erica, my friend. I'd be like, no, I don't want you to be afraid or anything, but I'm about to fire $250,000 worth of sperm at you because uh, you look very nice in your dress. I give you two for one. Yeah. Just pay separate handling charges. I couldn't believe it. Say, so, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'll send you one cup, a hundred thousand dollars. It's not going to be superior. It'll be the. It'll be a basic batch. Like who has that conversation with anyone and is serious about it? And he was dead serious. Like he's he's on a, a work vacation. He was there by himself. And I'm like, you don't. If you were there with your friends, like I could see. He's like, watch this. I'm going to tell. The, we've done that. Like, I'm going to tell these people next to me about my spur. And they'd just act like you don't know me. And then the guy next to him would be laughing the whole time. Nothing. This dude was all alone. That's hilarious. Very hilarious statement. That's a very hilarious comment. 200K, though. And I'm like, and I told him, I said, did you take it? And I said, that's a... That's a done deal. That's finished right. I'll do it right now for half that. I'm going to undercut you. No, I did not. I did not accept the offer. I, I believe that a child should be something you know. And, uh, and I'm like, why are you so interested in uh, in vitro fertilization then? I just hear you all talk about in vitro, and uh, I have considered that in the past, but I did not take the offer. I'm like, that is an offer you take. Because I think you can get that for 40K. Well, you in can do, uh, yeah, they, but that's like with that. the doctor's yeah. fees, yeah. and that's not just the sperm. It isn't a superior super sperm yes. <laughs> that this Russell character had. I mean, Russell I'd see it if it's like maybe Peyton and Eli Manning's dad, because that dude obviously he spits makes quarterbacks. Out quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, but so does the mom. That's true too. Like, uh, yeah, I right. need to see Peyton's dad She's do got that superior with superior eggs. Well, no, yeah, you got to do it's that true. with multiple women. If if Peyton's gonna 
like if Peyton's if if Archie has sex with one woman and they shoot out a Peyton, yeah, and then that same woman shoots out an Eli, I'm like, it's one of the two of them. We've narrowed it down, right? And I don't know yeah. if Cooper came from the same mom, but maybe it's dad sperm. If hmm. Archie hooked up with LT's mom back in the day, <laughs> it'd be a quarterback that tackles himself. <laughs> But yeah, I need to know because it could be the the woman has superior uh, ovaries. So I need multiple mothers to find out, and I didn't get it. Just what Jimmy grand. the Greek was saying years ago. Exactly, Jimmy the Greek made that point a long time ago. There was a breeding process over there in the uh, slave super days, sperms. and they took the super sperms of some slaves and put them in the super eggs of other slaves and made super slaves. And then he was fired for saying that, which wasn't untrue. But that's his rationale for yeah. saying why black people are such good athletes he mentioned slavery might not have been that's eh, probably not the best <laughs> topic to dive into when somebody says why do you think there's such domination at uh, the wide receiver position of, with uh, african americans i'll tell you why all right jimmy go <laughs> back in slave days jimmy's fired let him finish but he's fired <laughs> but yeah that's what he told me it's superior sperm based on volume not it his interrupts. Life. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. excuse me. I, I overheard. Overheard your conversation here. Mm-hmm. And he did that a lot too. Mm-hmm. At the end of everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, what is it you do for a living? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm a radio host. Mm-hmm. And you are in Las Vegas for. I'm like, Joy. I, what, what, what am I supposed to be here for? Oh, I, I, I told him. I said I have a little uh, job opportunity here, a little side job opportunity, and also uh, just because I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So recreation. Yes. Some you're in for mostly, conference. mostly rugby. Yeah, I'm here to. I'm here to. I'm, I want to earn some cash, and I just f- figured out how. I'm running for sheriff of Rockridge. Yeah, yeah it's. I swear to you. And he's in a three piece suit. It's 150 degrees. He's in a vest. I mean, he was. He looked great. And then he. Oh, and then he broke out pictures later. These were me as a model. And I'm this dude was a specimen. I'm telling you, he's. His arms were all extended out. His back muscles. He had like 500 back muscles I'd never seen before. It, it was such a good picture that later in the hotel room, I stood my arms out uh, with a mirror to a back mirror trying to see my back. Like, do I have anything back there? I got a couple. Nothing <laughs> like this. This was a, this was amazing. But he, he just, and this is when I was modeling. How long ago was that? Well, I still model. I dabble. But I, uh, I was modeling pretty heavily back in the day. Is that right? Yes. Back when my sperm was actually more superior than it is today. He was proud of it. I don't do this most often, but could I borrow $100? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to uh, make the bill here at Javier's. It seems to be a bit steep for me. So if I just dribble a little in a cup, would you mind handing me about $35 to cover my drinks? Sure, sure. Russell. But Russell was pretty great. So uh, Vegas never disappoints. You can't have a regular con- And I don't even know why Eric and I, my casino hostess, we're talking about in vitro fertilization. She doesn't want kids. I don't want kids. Oh, she was telling me about her friend. Her friend. Yeah, she had a friend who was considering it, and I know her friend. I'm like, no kidding. I'm like, yeah, because she doesn't want uh, she doesn't want the process of a guy. Basically, she's like, I don't want some dude knocking me up, being tied to that. My Not boy. the friend that I know. No, okay. different girl. Okay. She's she's a very. I guess I can see that happen. Sort of, yeah. Hannah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a uh, this other lady that I know through Erica. Erica, my casino. She's fine. But yeah, that was what happened. He heard in, in, in he just having a sip on a margarita. What a lovely afternoon. Well, what's this? In vitro fertilization. I must barge into that conversation. You know, I was once off. Because I think I would do the same thing. 
I think I would sit at bars and wait to hear the word ovary, sperm, in vitro. Which and, in uh, Vegas? Well, no. If I had, yeah, it was probably true. <laughs> I would have that story in my pocket like I landed on the moon. I would tell every, you know, I was once offered $200,000 for my own sperm because it's superior. 200 grand. And he said no, like he was holding out for a higher price. He's got pictures of his modeling. He should have, like, certificate. Boy, did he have that at the ready, too. That was an easy find. His sperm certificate, superior rating. You know when you go through your phone, you're like, I'm going to show you a picture. Hang on. Then you're just scrolling. I can't find it. Hang on. Right. These modeling pictures. Like, I I used to be a model. (laughs) 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 It was a modeling photo right there in my face. Very impressive. So, fastback photography. And uh, Russell, the sperm donor, were pretty much the highlights of the whole. Oh, and then I developed pink eye Saturday night. How the hell do you do that? You touch where other people have touched in this filthy, filthy world with their disgusting hands. Because they don't shower after a dump. Rode in the chocolate LeBaron. And it went right in my eye somehow. And Saturday night, my eye started to hurt. And Sunday morning, I woke up with puss eye. And it it was painful. Weird, like, migraine-like. Itchy, but not itchy. Just deep, throbbing misery. And I had to fly back. Pink eye. I didn't touch anything. My hands in my pockets the whole time. I just constantly just with the hand stuff. Kept my glasses on the whole time. Still not, probably still not 100%. So I'm probably giving Larry pink eye every time I touch this thing or the console in front of us. But I, I fixed it. I got some medicine at home. I, I took care of that. <laughs> I Dr. Su- Jones. That's right. I have a super superior brain for medical knowledge that, without having any schooling as well. And that'd be a quarter of a million dollars. I wonder if he does that every time he sprays a lady in the face. Ah, that's a quarter of a million dollars. You, you best, <laughs> I'd scoop that up and save it. Precious. Every time I do it, I'm giving away millions. And I asked him that, too. I said, every time you have uh, intercourse, aren't you just dumping money all over the place? <laughs> very amusing, very amusing, uh, very amusing statement. Thank you, Russell. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't consider it that way. I consider, I consider it to be transactional uh, when it is uh, for such uh, endeavors. <laughs> you are a proper gentleman. So mm-hmm. He's paying 200K mm-hmm. for that. For that asset, basically, because he's dumping in there. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's costing him a... F- I mean, he's just leaving money all over the man. place. Bad Rich business, man. man. Just toss... I don't know. He seemed wealthy. He seemed very wealthy. That I, Look, you must be. You turn $200,000 to throw it in a cup? <laughs> it made me start thinking, what's mine worth? Uh, at, when I was in my prime. You know, not this post... Yeah, you got good swimmers. I had good swimmers. I'm positive of it. I, I could have gotten three, four hundred bucks a pop for that. How old was Russell? Uh, I would say early forties. Oh, okay, All right. maybe late thirties, early forties. That's my guess. But yeah, the uh, I didn't realize that you could sell it. I thought it was always like a creepy sperm bank thing you had to do when you were broke. But no. Who walked away first? How did it end with Russell? Did he? Uh... Uh, I think we all kind of. Just went your separate ways. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> we were still <laughs> at the same weird. spot. About it just kind of ended. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, I don't really remember Russell taking off. I remember just being, all right, well, it's, uh, we got nothing left to chat about. How do you follow up with what are you going to do later? Well, I'm going to go uh, waste $200,000 in a towel, and then I'm going to go play some gambling games. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was strange. That was a strange 25 minutes. Russell pictures were outstanding. And then I asked Erica, I'm like, interested in Russell at all? Does that? She goes, I might have been had he not talked. And I'm like, yeah. I said, he's a handsome bastard, a good-looking man, incredible shape. But the minute he opened his mouth, you're like, what is going on with you? You're insane. Yeah, you have to be wealthy to turn down 200K. And and you have to also be in, I don't know what the lady looked like. I would like to know a woman who has $200,000 disposable income to buy a guy's super sperm. <laughs> That's like... I don't know what that. That's a different planet to me. That's something no woman's ever. I've had women. Like I've heard on the opposite. You wear a condom. The last thing she wanted was my super sperm to do any damage to her. <laughs> this guy's getting two hundred grand offers to, to just ship it over. That's impressive. So, if you have super sperm, if and evidently the only criteria is your grandma is a whore, she can pump out twelve kids, and your grandpa can put them in. There. That's it. That's what proves. What's that? One of the uh, the former owner of the Clippers or. Uh, didn't he have a, a secretary involved? He said, I'll give you, Donald if you carry the, uh, a baby, $2 the million old, cash or something. The old racist one? Oh, I women get it all the time. Yeah. Women get top dollar to hold the baby. Yeah, and this was her one of her uh, things against saying, I was very uncomfortable because they... Not a good workplace of a, conversation. Ultimatum. Yeah, you don't want your boss telling you. Yeah. Can you imagine Trip coming in? Hey, Jill, I want you to house an infant for me. I'll give you five mil. I'll give you five million dollars, and if you don't do it, you're out. But I have to hold your baby. Yeah, I want you to hold my baby, birth it, give it to me five mil, and and you're a crazy woman to not do that. You have until tomorrow, and make your decision wisely, because your desk can be occupied by just about anybody. Your job is easy. Look to your right. There's Dave Har. How hard can this be? <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trips order a code red. <laughs> yeah, 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 with baby juice. <laughs> it was weird talking about it's even weirder because I has a couple in, so it was more. I was more like I'm diving into this conversation. I don't. I've never had someone tell, and he didn't know Erica and I weren't like trying to have a, yeah. or together. Or right, like alone. this dude barged into a stranger's. I think Eric and I aren't. That was probably pretty clear. Erica's dressed to the nines because that's her job, and I'm in a wilderness athlete T-shirt and a pair of workout shorts. <laughs> it, we did not look equally yoked. But he heard us talking about it and was like, well, what's this then? Hello, how are you? He My name is Russell. Code uh, word. Supersburr. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it triggered him. It was great. I loved every second of it. I'll be in Greece next week with a friend of mine. Oh, yeah? You going to give her any of that super sperm? <laughs> very amusing, very, very amusing anecdote. It wasn't an anecdote, <laughs> Russell. It was just a comment. <laughs> Anecdote's a story. No, no, it could be a three-worder. In hoot. Yeah, he was pretty great. Yeah, we made him a character all weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. It looks like I'm getting a bit of an erection. Uh, this could be trouble. There could be money flying out all over. Vegas has nothing on my slot machine, which is between my thighs. Get Russell and Tzatziki, man, together. Oh, Tzatziki oh, and gosh. Russell? Forget it. Oh, Tzatziki was there in our minds. Russell made the weekend. That was Friday. That started early. So, Maybe he gave me pink eye, too. I don't know. Maybe Russell shot some of that super sperm over, and it ruins men's eyes. A hearty handshake, and I'll say goodbye. Yeah, goodbye, then. It was a pleasure to meet you, Jeffrey. Yes, yeah, I think he did call me Jeff twice, too. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, Jeff. I'm like, I'm not correcting him. 
I don't care. <laughs> I said John. It's not, I mean, Jay. Jeff sound screwed him up. He just went with Jeff. All right, it's very interesting, Jeff. And I'm, you know, Erica's Asian, so black guys immediately were like, I think I like this, and I don't know why. Oh, my grandfather, the one with the super, super sperm, he killed many, many of your family, probably, back in war days. Oh, my God. And then he made more people, so he made it good. I think he had 11 kills in Korea and 12 babies here, so it's he's up one. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, let me see if I can hump out. My God, there's a big one here. I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm just going to send you a cup of my super sperm. You pour it in, and uh, and then uh, wait, and the timer will go off, and in 35 minutes, you're going to have a super baby. It's amazing sperm, what I'm giving you. Ignore the fact that it's a little bit off color. That's uh, It's called gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Free of charge. Free of charge. You get a little extra gonorrhea. It's super gonorrhea, so that's good. Very amusing. Very amusing. Getting calls for Russell in the squares on Friday. Yeah, Russell (laughs) already. Russell, (laughs) Russell could be the. Well, I'd be all the squares because I would impregnate every square. Yeah, it was crazy. Russell was. Russell is one of my high. I've been to Vegas an awful lot, and this one was. I had a couple of things. I'm not going to talk about the second one because just not. But uh, I think it was a lot of cocaine involved in a couple of things. I was nervous about that dude, and he knows me, so it was even weird. It's out of control now. Listen to this. Now, you remember this morning we were talking about uh, the lines to pick up your kids at school and schools back in drive lines. Forever, the drive lines. You got to pick up those kids. It's like an hour to wait. Guy emailed me and he says, uh, My wife leaves an hour before school ends. To get a decent spot. Right. Yep. And uh, has to wait still. So like, and I'm, and I'm like, how long is the walk? And he goes, it's about three miles. It would take the kid about an hour, and we don't want them. They're five and seven. And I'm like, there's no bus? And he goes, we don't want them in there with the kids on the bus. I'm like, bougie bastards. That's the problem. So it's just thinking your kids shouldn't hobnob. It's this whole everybody accept everyone world. And, you know, diversity is huge. And the kids don't see color or poor or rich or whatever. But you won't let your kids get on a bus with them. That's for sure. We want our kids to accept everyone. Except those miserable f- bus kids. Yuck. Anyway, so we talked about how you're... I've looked around. I've seen your kids. Your, your, your American kids are just giant sacks of used Cheetos. They're huge. The whole lot of them over there at Arcadia School waddling around like pre-diabetic heart diseases... Uh, in eight-year-old packages. They need a walk. Uh, Cheetos are out, John. It's uh, Takis. Takis are big, yeah. Uh, either way, they're eating a lot, and I'm seeing it. And there's a few of the abductable ones. But the gigantic ones, you got to walk them home until they become abductable size, and then they're worth picking up. Otherwise, and this is proof of it. Keep them at the safety size. Yeah, yeah see, safety size is big, and they need to walk it off. Uh, this guy emails me. His name's Darren. He goes, John, when I was growing up... Uh, I was what you'd call a husky kid. And one of the most traumatizing things that ever happened to me was one day I was walking home from school and a truck pulled up and a guy jumped out, knocked me over. All my books, my backpack, everything went flying. And he tried to get me up off the ground, but I just went dead. I panicked. He had his hands under my armpits and he was pulling me and trying to pull me up. And I thought my shoulders were going to come out of the sockets. And he kept screaming, get up, kid, get up, over and over. And I didn't. I didn't fight. I just froze. He drug me as far as he could to the truck's passenger door, 
Then a person shouted something. I still don't know what they said, but it made him drop me. And he ran to the other side of the truck and drove away. And I always thought, man, was I lucky. But after your chat this morning, I realized I was just physically unabductable. <laughs> my entire life, uh, I always thought my instincts kicked in, and I was just a smart kid. I prided myself on it. I actually told other kids, hey, if anything ever happens to you, just go limp. <laughs> but you've changed all that. Thousands of dollars in therapy and things and doctors where I was always praised, brave, smart, You've been ruined by your tirade about being too fat to pick up. I'm 39 years old, and you've done this to me. I still love you, but honestly, something inside me has disallowed me to ever admit I was just too big a slob to get picked up and stuffed in a car. (laughs) Well, it saved your life. And your parents were right, pushing you back and forth to school. Man, too big to pick up. Most of the kids I saw at that elementary school, I got stuck in that line yesterday. Way too big to abduct. <laughs> Nobody's going to waste their time picking up a chub. And it, and it you goes know where back. the other ones are, John? What? They're in sports. <laughs> They're in after-school activities. Running around playing soccer and basketball. Meanwhile, Augustus Gloop over here needs a ride because he can't make it the quarter of a mile to his house. pick up the band kid in his tuba. Yeah, the athletes are getting groomed properly. <laughs> right. Well, they can run faster than the abductors. Like I said earlier, you got yourself a John Binet, you should get in line and pick that one up. It's a target. It's nothing to do with looks, it has everything to do with the business model of the abductor. You get a giant kid, uh, you gotta feed it like seven times a day, or it's gonna scream all the time. Sorry about that, Darren, I didn't mean to ruin it, but, you know, your story is both funny and awful. Did they ever catch the guy? Oh, you got to find out. He tried to pick up the fat kid and drug him around the it's road. It's a no-win for parents. There's stress on either side. <laughs> oh, sure. Stress that your one is really abductable, <laughs> and the stress is, oh, man, too big, and I can't get him to... Well, there's a medium. There's a yeah. moderate in the middle of that. Yeah. Abductable, but uh, you know, smart enough to get away because they're athletic, maybe could move. This big kid's defense mechanism was to go full dugong on the guy on the sidewalk and become a sandbag. <laughs> And it worked. <laughs> well, Brady did it. It was him panicking, like, well, this is my fate. Like, the, really, his brain was basically he like, look, yeah. we ain't getting away. Until the guy yelled something. Right. Yeah. His whole body was the like. The guy was still working getting the dugong right. in there. Basically, his mentality was, well, this is this is my this is my future. This is, there's nothing we can do about this. You're too fat the, to run. The fight or flight did right. not kick just, in. Just, just be as big as you can be. <laughs> Bloat up. <laughs> Blowfish, kid. That's all you got. You don't have a weapon. You don't have any brains. You just. But all those therapists are like, "You're such a smart boy because you you realized at that moment just going dead, not helping him at all." Like, no, I didn't. I just was too fat to pick up. Now I'm not saying abductors. Now he knows are... what to do next time. <laughs> we should fight back. Really, I mean, Wait a be... minute, at 39, yeah, gonna try to just in it. case it happens again. <laughs> what? He knows. Wow. Fight back. No, I mean, you can get attacked. I don't think anybody's going to try to drag you into sure, the car. Sure, it's a little further down the road. Yeah, at age 39. Oh, man. Get in the car! Get in the car! What's going on? It just goes dead. Like, yeah, yeah, this works every time. Not again! He's a fainting goat. <laughs> it's a- what he is, only a really big fainting goat. <laughs> it's horrible to think about, but the whole... I think mean, in hindsight, it's hilarious to mentally picture a guy runs out. I'm going to get that one. Puts the kid on his ass, and his, his defense is just like, dead weight, dead weight, dead weight. Become the sandbag. Sandbags himself. The dude can't lift him up. <laughs> And he's going through therapy, and he's going to people telling him what a brilliant, oh smart child he is. And in one 
stupid morning show rant. <laughs> you were all came unabductably down. big. Damn it. Yeah, all, my, all I was saying is, everybody thinks their kid's going to get abducted. I looked at a bunch of them yesterday yeah. at that school, and I most of them are too big to abduct. There are a load of large children. And they need to walk. Yep. Hoof it. And I'll give you, you know, you got a distance and, you know, everything. But I do like sure. the, I do like the boot, like what Brady even said. Never heard much good happening on a bus. I don't know what you've heard about buses. <laughs> There's no stories on buses that are bad. Rode a bus yeah, just, every day in well, I know, and then, then you don't want uh, Kirby hanging out with the likes right, of you. Exactly. That's basically I what can, it is. I, I know what You're making this point for him. I know. <laughs> but basically it's like, can I try to keep Kirby away from the less desirable? <laughs> That's essentially yeah. what you said. Yeah. I want her to be. Maybe ex- there's a little of that. Yeah. I want her to be acceptable uh, to people between, I approve. Of. Between the lines, Brady for the squares tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I want her to like everyone say. so long as they're worth it. <laughs> it's poor people activity. Yuck. At least I'm open about it. Oh my kid, really weirdos on a bus doing drugs. But the buses aren't bad. Buses no, are, I've heard good things about bus drivers. What have you heard? Well, bus drivers. How many bus drivers have you Come on. heard bad things I'm just things kidding. About? I've heard exactly. hilarious stories about Right. Sure. Drunk. Gary Gullickson would take us to bus drivers. at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. Think about everybody that, a cheeseburger. That's like plane crashes. 4,200 planes bouncing around. One goes down and everybody thinks the whole thing's unsafe. And One I, bus driver gets drunk and the millions and millions of bus drivers that go on day-to-day, two, three, four routes a day. Uh, nothing goes on. That's all you hear about. So bus, I did, buses. I did some bus sad. time, yeah. not to, you know field trips and. Sure, but you wouldn't go back and forth day to day with those poor kids from. Greeley you know why you did that? Because you were forced to. You couldn't get out. <laughs> we had to go. I, we walked. Those hillbillies from the neighboring town. Blech. Pick up that dirty kid. And I'm get not getting on there with Mike Bike. <laughs> Mike Bike should have driven his international harvester to school, hillbilly. Anyway, it just makes me laugh hysterically that it's this whole inclusive children can't see color. We're doing he, she, them, they teaching. We don't know what scoliosexual is, but we're learning that in school. But God forbid those little mother meet somebody bad on a bus. Yuck, he's poor. He's a bus kid. Blah. You're teaching them exclusion constantly. Get on the bus. Meet the riffraff. The riffraff. They got to earn their keep. You got to earn it. You got to recognize what riffraff is. But becoming unabductable, I'm sorry to Darren. That's a very funny story. My, my, I mentally picture how funny that actually is. Just a big fat kid like rolling around on the side of the road and some guy's trying to drag him and can't get him in the car. Get in. Get up. Well, was he trying to abduct you anyway? I'm going to look into that bus thing. I think Kirby would enjoy it. It doesn't matter if she enjoys it. It's a mode of transportation. You're not looking into bus. Yeah. You're You're not going to do that. Why not? No, because the second Kirby says no, you're going to be like, well, if she says no, then, you know. Well, then that's why I even thought about it. She's not going to say no. She's getting a a ride in a Lincoln every day. (laughs) What does she need a bus for? Like, all she's going to I'm not interested. All right, just thought I'd toss it out there. Can I make you another steak? (laughs) (laughs) I'll work on the grill. No, I was saying, that's why I'm saying she might like it. Hey, Daddy, my bedroom's not going to clean itself. All right, I'm on it. Sorry the only about way that. She might almost like done. It. I'm almost done scrubbing with the pledge like you, re- you requested. The only way she might like it is if you make her ride the bus one day. 
You no. don't give her a choice. <laughs> yeah, look, he's not I know, making I, Kirby saying, do anything. That's what I'm saying. You know what would happen? It'd be like, you're gonna ride that bus. That's that's the last word. Looks like I'm missing school today. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Get no Lincoln. Brett's back. Anyway. I missed it. You missed the letter from the guy who was yeah. too fat to be abducted. I heard oh, a little bit of it on the way, but man. Yeah, we're trying to get Brady's like, maybe I will let Kirby ride the bus. Until That's Kirby not goes happening. <laughs> See, even <laughs> Brett, he'll send, he'll Brett send a stretch limo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not even <laughs> happening. I'm sorry. It, you're not doing that. Stop pretending. You won't even let her Be on there. Good experience it, for you, you made bunny face. You made your mom's face. When you, you did. Ugh, the bus. <laughs> you made that yuck face. My my little angel's not going to climb on there with Toledo's kids. <laughs> Yuck. Big baggy pants, Jane's Mansfield trying to sell her vape pens. <laughs> my baby She's doesn't buying new that. merchandise on the, on the, the marketplace of the bus. Daddy, oh, yeah. I met a cool new girl named Alex on the bus, and she was selling me vape pens. <laughs> you like vaping? I'll go to the vape store and get you some more doll. Get in the Lincoln. You're not putting her on any school bus. Your face this morning told the tale. Ugh, the bus. <laughs> Mike Bike rode the bus. <laughs> anyway, to Darren, the kid too fat to pick up, count your blessings and go talk to your therapist about, like, you weren't brave and you weren't smart. You were fat. Congratulations. It saved your life. But, uh... Most of those kids at that school I saw yesterday, just going back to that. I love that letter. Thank you, Darren. And please, by all means, follow up. Did the guy get caught? Uh, and uh, how much have you spent on therapy that's just been a lie? <laughs> it's been all lies to you. So brave, Darren. I know it's been traumatizing. 39. It's been probably 30 years of this. I'm a brave little boy. It is never a defense. Give up immediately. Just lay there. Hopefully you're too fat to pick up. <laughs> Worst advice ever. <laughs> you're getting attacked. The best thing you can do is turtle up. Possum. Possum up, kids. Act dead. They're like bears. They'll leave you alone if they think you're dead. You probably were having a heart attack, too. I mean, you might want to look into that. <laughs> Sounds like you're a giant. Anyway, the unabductable children. We'll get to it in moments. But thank you, Darren. You made my morning. That letter. <laughs> That's the best email we've gotten since that lady yelled at me for the beat meaning the N-word every time. <laughs> Kara? Haven't heard from her. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. It's out of control now. But uh, uh, yeah, Vegas didn't disappoint either. I was trying to get... I tried for an hour. I text Brett, there may be nothing worse than a fastback on a woman except for a fastback on an old woman in workout pants. Ugh. She was in a pair of like uh, be illegal. Lululemons or something, and she's in her 70s, maybe, but her face was like brand new. She had just gotten some work done. 32-year-old face. Face was maybe in its 30s, maybe. The neck needed work. The neck was bad. Leathery? Uh, turkey? No, no, turkey. Turkey more than leathery. Face was just pulled back. Hair was. She was just. She was a catastrophe. She's one of those things you'd put in a, a movie. That you'd be like, she's the crazy old lady next door. Uh, and then, but she and her boyfriend slash husband. I'm not sure what he was. 
Right, no rings. I was looking. They didn't wear rings, but they were together the whole time just walking around. Uh, and he was eyeballing me like I had a thing for because I couldn't stop staring at her fast back old, old lady ass. <laughs> like, oh, my God. What, like, to take a dump, she's got to lay flat like a plank. <laughs> and if it sags in those pants. Or it oh, just it wasn't sagging. That was the worst part. It, they were still somehow just height nothing. on her, and there was just thighs to back. Oh. It, it, oh, Mr. Burns type body from Simpsons. <laughs> And uh, I text and I and Brett said, "Get pictures, pictures that for like an hour." <laughs> I got my phone at the ready, and she'd go by, and that, and I'd start to raise it up, and her boyfriend would look at me. There's an older black guy, and he'd look at me like, "What are you doing?" Like he knew, he, he quit taking pictures of my woman's flat ass. <laughs> I want to take a picture of a black guy with a flat ass white woman. I've never seen that I either. That, that's an anomaly. Yeah, that was that, this was like hey, he Bigfoot's lost a, rare. He lost a bet. Oh yeah, Bigfoot's <laughs> nothing compared to this. I was like, hey, brother, what are you doing? He's got bad vision. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's got bad hands, too. <laughs> give him Dr. J. Schwartz's yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, give him Schwartz's card. Give him, like, what happened to the sensitivity in your hands? you got to reach back and feel those bones and think, I'm doing it wrong. I'm being black wrong. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, for, so then I see him out uh, in, in the casino, and I'm like, oh, I'll follow him around for a little bit. <laughs> Let's see if I can get that picture for Brett. It was all that fastback all snap. The, I had to get that old lady fastback photo to Brett. I promised <laughs> nothing. I never got a hold of it. I mean, yeah. I got a couple of close, blurry, messy shots. But I'm yeah, like, all I, I had was the standby. Yeah, yeah standby. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was working. I stood by all me. weekend. I know, and I, <laughs> I lost her. I lost her about an hour and. I figured the tax way. man was coming. He had to wait. No, I look. I'm I'm on quick pay, Brady. I don't need any tax guy. I just hit a button now. Boom, 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 boom. That pays you right away. I hate to go off topic here. Sure. This texter, John, can you please explain something to me? I think I've heard on your show once that Bogan has a relative named Pepe Lejeune, Not something like that. Friend. Every time the goddamn commercial comes on lately, all I hear is Camp Lejeune. <laughs> is Brady Bogan Concosta Concordia? Costa Concordia. Costa Concordia. <laughs> The uh, Camp yeah. Lejeune He's trying to get payments. Pepe Lejeune. Never thought about yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You probably were close to drinking some of that water. <laughs> you I, had to bend I there. drank water yeah. at Tom Lejeune's house before. That's yeah. right. Camp Lejeune. Yeah. Pepe Lejeune. How many times have you been in North Carolina? Uh, it might be the greatest story ever. Brady's old man friend, Tom Lejeune. Uh, Brady calls him Pepe. And uh, my buddy, Pepe Lejeune. <laughs> I like and I met him at uh, Le Grand Orange in the feeble, fragile, older fellow sitting there like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, hi, how are you? I'm John. I'm Tom. Pepe Lejeune! <laughs> and then uh, Megan's there and he says, uh, hi, my name's Tom. And she goes, hi, Megan. That's Pepe Lejeune! And he goes, I'm Tom Lejeune. Only Brady calls me that. <laughs> <laughs> he hates it. And Brady's introducing him as Pepe Lejeune. Pepe! Pepe! I love nicknames! It was a day. It was one day I wore a weird beret and I... He won't forget. That's what it's from? Yeah. He won't leave it alone. You should be happy he graduated from my man. Yeah. My yeah, man. Right. Pepe. That's why someday, Brady, and it'll probably be at his dad's funeral, we'll find out why his dad's real nickname, Torp, isn't because Brady gave him a nickname. <laughs> Brady's convinced himself that his father's nickname is because he and the kids gave him a nickname. But that ain't the case. He was torped. Came from Cuba in 1956. It, it came from him hosing broads like a madman. That torpedo was going nuts. Now we gave it to him playing cards. And all of his college buddies and everybody else call him Torp because his kids called him that. Nope. Doesn't add up. Even Dicky Dick? No. Brady, if if uh, Kirby started to call you Smush Mush, 
Do you think I'd start calling you Smush Smush? Maybe. Nope. Wouldn't happen. I'd still call you Brady. All your friends from the past have no ties to what your kids call you. Torp, Torp's got stories. You just never asked. Yeah, yeah, because he was torpedoing us in cards. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I even said it. I'm like, Tom, how'd you really get your nickname? Playing cards with the boys. Come on. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he and he just waddled away. <laughs> yeah, you get nicknames in life. No, you don't. Not unless you do something stupid or awesome. <laughs> and his mom funny because she wrinkles her nose. You think perfect match? Yep. God damn it! I was there too. Yep. I knew there was a connection. <laughs> At Camp Lejeune. <laughs> yep. They do the commercials too. If you had water at all between February second of nineteen sixty-five <laughs> and today, years. Brady, <laughs> exactly how old Brady is. Brady, are you paying attention to the Camp Lejeune water story? I don't even know where Camp Lejeune is. North Carolina. Okay. Never. Brady. Happened. Brady peed in the water in North Carolina <laughs> once. Take that, Lejeune. Uh, and I got an update from a guy named Robert Mate. Bob Mate. Says, uh, Brady, been delivering all night long. Special orders, special deliveries. The Mexican pizza ingredients are back, and we have been dumping them off all night. They nice. are ready to go. Brady needs to know this. Yes, Brady now is the ambassador for Mexican pizza ingredients, which I still don't understand what they were out of. But they, the won't trucks, be, they won't run short now, no. the T-Bells. Trucks were running all night to get the materials to the... To the taco artists and make sure that this Mexican pizza shortage that's just ravaged America is now uh, been rectified. The shelves are in place or whatever they put them on. Have you had one? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, thought I don't it was, think I have. Thought it was, is it the double decker? I've eaten that. I don't think it's so. Like a, but... It's like a. They're, they're cut into triangles and then inside there's meat and on top is all the like taco stuff. Yeah. It's just like a taco out of order. Yeah, or tostado. Yeah, they put beans on it to make sure that everything sticks. Because otherwise they got beans or you got lettuce and tomatoes running all over your car. I don't know. I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure I have. I think instead of tomato sauce, it's salsa. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. But I don't care. And I'm pretty... I, I still don't understand it. I'm almost positive. All the ingredients for Mexican pizza were right in front of them. I don't know what they ran out of. So they couldn't just improvise. I don't know. Unless they're putting it on a new soft tortilla, right? If like type the, bread or the something. things that I like, I if, don't think it is. If we did, because uh, for a while there, at Tony Romans, we had a thing where we would scrape the meat off the bone for you. Like I forget what it was called at but, the table. No, no, oh. that would be disgusting. <laughs> but like <laughs> it would be served to you boneless. So the chefs would. It was didn't last long. People liked the bones. We didn't do too well. But like you'd cut it off. They and just wanted the rib meat. Pile of meat. I don't know what we called it. it had a name, but it, it, like to me, it's the same as saying we don't have that. We're out of that, but we're still serving the ribs. Like, that doesn't make sense, and that's what Mexican pizza was. We have all the ingredients for Mexican pizza, but we don't have any Mexican pizza. Any. There's like, we, why? Oh, we don't have what it takes. Like that's just one thing. Improvise because we'd have improvised at Tony Romas. We'd have just yeah, saved the current. It, if bones someone wanted it, we'll, we'll make something happen. It seemed like they had everything they needed, and they just weren't light on their feet to adjust to the fact that maybe some of the shells weren't there. Give me something close. I'm not going to notice. If you throw a tostada together and call it a Mexican pizza, I'd be like, all right, who am I to say? I don't know. what. Maybe Mexico changed the rest. And it was the packaging, too, because you can't wrap it in the 
paper right. stuff and get they get a marker the boxes. and write Mexican pizza exclamation point. The person eating it isn't going to be like, this isn't a tostada wrapper. I'm not eating this. It's a Mexican pizza. We ran out of Mexican pizza wrapping. Oh, Fat America wasn't that like, well, that, impossible. I won't do it. Well, good news. It's back. The deliveries were all night long. They ran a special all-nighter to get that stuff back. Weirdos. It's out of control now. Here's another viral hack that's got the internet divided. If you want to deep clean your toilet seat, just unscrew it from the bowl no. and pop it in your dishwasher. No! I knew the second I'm you said take it off, that was going to no. go somewhere I didn't want it. No. Just put a Clorox bleach wipes. How bad are you at pissing that you got to clean up the, the bolts? The main cons are every nook and cranny gets clean, especially if your dishwasher has a sanitized setting. Superheats the water. The main cons against it. Uh, cons are always against it. Yeah. You said cons twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. The main pros. Sorry. The main pros was first. The main cons. That are against it. Poo particles end up in your dishes. <laughs> Just you think? Just feet by <laughs> He's dying over there. You're 11. <laughs> that is truly fecal mist. This is 50% of the people are like, oh, that's a great idea. You, Brady. Didn't you also want to do the lobster in the in the dishwasher the one time we talked about that? No. Come on. Lobster in, in the dishwasher? dishwasher? You can cook a lobster in your dishwasher. Oh, they say you got poop in your dishes. <laughs> <laughs> there are four-year-olds going, God, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> Somebody would find that amusing. Grow up. This lady in the U.K., Posted a pair of shorts that she bought for her uh, son. Um, she got them from ASOS department store, and she posted the shorts because when she opened them up, took them out of the package. There's oh, a brown oh, no. racing stripe no. in the back of the Whoa. shorts, and they it smelled used? like poo. Uh, yeah, they uh, apologized and sent her a new pair. That's it. That's that? it. That's it. So somebody skidded it up. So you borrowed those pants for a minute and then put them back in the package. <laughs> they resold. <laughs> Went through the 21-point inspection. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. They should make underwear brown. Yep. I don't know why it's white. Just so you can see your errors. Brady. I'm convinced with his diet, there is no way he's gotten out of a clean pair of white underwear in his entire existence as an adult. White as virgin snow. You, no way. <laughs> Not no a chance, way. Mist. Yeah, Mr. F- that was a memory argued with me. Every time you fart, it leaves a mist. <laughs> what? T- that's called pooping. No, it's a mist. There's a diff. What are you, a Glade air freshener? There's no mist. Yes. Yeah, every gas has mist, and that's why your underwear is dark brown and wet when you take it off. No, it isn't. <laughs> this that's woman your diet. Who- that's barbecue and meat and all that. There's no po- like there's blood in yours. Like you're a Chipotle wrapper. <laughs> there's no, it is not. No way. If we went in the bathroom right now and you ran toilet paper through the crevice, there'd be marks. Nope. What'd you have for dinner? Nothing. 
You didn't have any dinner. I, had, lessons, uh, I don't believe you. Pizza at lunch. Lunch. And then you you called off. Did you have snacks? I didn't. You just went free and clear. So yeah. just pizza yesterday. Yeah. That's it. At How one, much? At twelve. Twelve thirty. All sorts of slices. No, it was uh, frozen. I'm struggling pizza. to believe this at all. <laughs> There's this woman in Ohio. Oh, age. Okay. She was at a 24-hour gym earlier this week, 3 a.m. She was using an inversion table to work on her back. Uh-oh. Something went wrong, and it flipped her upside down. That's what an inversion table supposed to be. Yeah, but she got in a position where, well, we know why. There's a video why she got stuck, but once it inverted, there's no coming back. She was able to dial 911 on her phone. This video better show something special, because... Oh, it's not. No, there's a reason why she's stuck on the table, too. I mean, the gravity. I have an inversion table. She's Elaine Bryant? Yeah, yeah. She's Elaine Bryant. Oh, she's a big one. Yeah. But they have handles, and all you have to do is grab. I know, but I... I, You know, I'm going to guess 3 a.m. She's drunk. Maybe she's anxious. She just got her deal, and it's like, this is the time to get back in shape. Let me tell you this, though. All you have to do with an inversion table is put your hands over your head, and then move them towards your hips, and it goes on its own. Might not know that if it's your first time in the inversion table. Oh, she's got a helper. That's the cop that came oh. into the 24-hour fitness, basically. That's the same inversion table I have. By yeah, and she didn't have the ability. <laughs> you reach up and grab those handles and you give a pull. She's a monster, though, what you're saying. She has the handles. She was halfway there. She is, but her, I mean, her tries look ginormous, but there's really Right there where her, there. she's doing that handstand with her hands on the ground? Yeah. You walk yourself forward a little bit. Yeah. I don't. There, look how, they didn't do a thing. Ah, she just wanted to meet the police. Yeah, it is 3 a.m. She like 395. My ankles are burning. Her ankles are burning because they've been, they've been uh, responsible for 300 pounds of support. The cops had to flip a fat lady over. That's, and we're mad at them. Stop it. You think the calls they Blue get? Blue lives matter. Blue lives matter in a big way. You flip a fat lady over. That's part of your job. And be nice about it. What'd you do today, honey? Eh, there's a fat lady who's upside down. I need to get her back up on her. Call the police. <laughs> that was a fun thing on my ride along. They have that computer screen in the middle of the car. And uh, the guy I was with is uh, he's a guy who can go anywhere. It wasn't like he was assigned to anything. Right, he doesn't have but he can see the list of all the calls. And some of them sit there for a while because they're stupid. And they got other bigger fish to fry. He's like, all right, let's go take care of this one real quick. And it was just like. Right, it's that like kind a tri- of it's like triaging. You put well, in a way, you're looking like the top. this lady's just somebody yelling at her, right? At the Safeway. That's well, by the time we get there, that's going to be over, and she's going to yell at us. And so you go and look at other stuff. So then you start picking and choosing, like he did. But uh, cops are on their way, right? But he could pick and choose, like this one's. And it's kind of in a list of importance. Like some people are like, As guy, guy be. lost his wallet. Okay, we'll go. But usually, when they just got to go and take a report, that's going to be low on. How long do you think he uh, waited outside, just kind of looking in, left her hanging for a little bit? Like, oh. I'll go in a couple minutes. I would have stayed until she started to like move the inversion table over towards the kitchen because she needed food. She's hopping. She's just hopping upside down, <laughs> hopping towards the pop tarts. 
Let me get this straight, ma'am. You couldn't get off of the inversion she table, would, but you hopped yeah, it over to the she kitchen. She would learn sooner to walk on her hands than she would flip it back over because she's starving. Good weight loss program. Hang upside down for months. He rescued her. They went and got some donuts afterwards. Yeah. 3 a.m. <laughs> got a side of beef over at the uh, curves. It's upside down. I got to go grab that. Flip it over. I'll be home in a minute. There's a uh, road in Washington, D.C. that was renamed. Okay. It was Swan Street, and they renamed it to Swan Street. Two ends? Like Lynn Swan Street? Both have uh, nothing changed on the spelling, except the first Swan Street was after Thomas Swan, a 19th century congressman and governor of Maryland. But was they he found a slave out. Owner? Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, so now it's changed to William Dorsey Swan. They just loopholed it. Who was a gay slave. <laughs> oh, wait, wow. that's real? <laughs> I was laughing for real. That's funny. There's gay slaves today, by the way. He called himself the drag queen. The queen what of drag. Oh, yeah. He's a gay slave from the 1980s, not the 1880s. Or 1780s. Jesus he- Christ. That's right, Mr. Slave. We're naming streets after you. He staged a series of secret balls where a group of formerly enslaved men, dubbed the House of Swan, dressed up in women's clothes. What? He called himself the Queen of Drag. Uh. And when the cops raided one such gathering in 1888, Swan fought back, ensuing bitch. He was free at that point. Considered to be one of the earliest acts of LGBTQ plus resistance. Time out, sons. 1888, there weren't any slaves. Weren't supposed to be. Formal. Former oh, slaves. okay. So he well, yeah, it was 24 years earlier they were done with that. Officially, he had to be like 60. Officially, Gross. Yeah. Yuck. So he got got the fellas together. <laughs> so he's just a a gay guy who could tote some hay. I can't stop picturing. Jesus Christ, Harriet. Jesus Christ. Right, Mr. Slave. Put this in your ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Name a street after you. Mr. Slade Street. <laughs> They just call it Gay Slave Street. The most inexpensive. <laughs> That's politically correct, isn't it? There is yeah. great, though. But Gay Slave, I want to move to Gay Slave Street. Where do you live? I live on the corner of uh, Bethany Home and Gay Slave. What, what was the second thing? Gay Slave. Used to be called Barrage, but we found out that guy used to have slaves himself, so we just. Yeah, a lot of slaves used to take it in the ass, so we, uh, we're naming stuff after them. My name is William D. Swan. Yeah. Nobody is, uh, <laughs> nobody's going to fight that one. He was a gay slave. All right, argument over. Call it what you want. So that's pretty. That's a pretty good loophole. They searched out from Confederate miserable slave-owning swan, and they found a drag queen homosexual former slave, untouchable. Like you could, nobody can complain about that. You're immediately a bigot. I don't want to live on Gay Slave Street. Hmm. Racist. And what if he took the congressman's last name or the? That's where he was working, the plantation oh, yeah. or wherever. Well, I don't know. Because a lot of them would. Look, you got me on how that all worked out. I just know that was brilliant. Find find the gayest, slaviest type person you can find and name all the bad streets. Any Robert E. Lee Street is now Ass Taker Jones. <laughs> Nobody's, not a soul is going to fight back. You're changing that. Yeah. I live there on uh, Leroy uh, Cannon. <laughs> oh my God! 
John, we, there used to be Robert E. Lee Road, but we had to get rid of that. We just got your Christmas card. I see the return address. Is that a joke? <laughs> no, no, no. I live on Cockannon Road. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> it's a rooster. We think. We haven't looked into it. Oh, my God. It was a gay slave's name? What? Nickname? Do you love roosters? There's a new study out which looked into the rudest cities in America. They didn't ask travelers. Instead, they surveyed 1,500 residents of the 30 largest metro areas in the U.S., asked them about their rudeness level in their own city. Philly or Boston? Oh, one or the other. Philly was number one. By a mile. I was downtown last week when the Phillies were here. (laughs) Went into the fries to grab a sandwich. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Phillies fans in there. You can hear them like three hours. Oh, hey. Like, Jesus. Give me some water. Don't forget to grab the water. We need more water. Shut up. Stop saying water. What do you guys call it? We call it water. I'm from Cherry Hill. Ugh, your accent is you worse than Boston. You got to go down to the Wawa. Get some water. The Philadelphia Inquirer chimed in, said that Philly isn't rude. It's just honest and straightforward. Gross. Well, you live in that kind of trash. But then I like their other responses. They said uh, that locals say that the city is only rude if you're a baby. (laughs) That's probably true, too. (laughs) Philly and everybody from it looks angry. Memphis was number two. New York City, number three. For rudeness? Yeah. I think Memphis is just misunderstood. But that's by their own residents, basically. 1,500. Oh. Um, Las Vegas, number four. Boston, five. Detroit, San Francisco. Vegas also has none of How is Vegas rude? I mean, I had a conversation with a stranger about how valuable sperm is. I mean, that's like the most accommodating conversation you can have. Visitor. Sure. But with a person from Vegas. Outside of the, you know, I guess in Henderson. Yeah, but everybody who lives in Vegas is Asian. They're all dealers. That was the most polite (laughs) society ever. Except the one that Toledo had that time. Well, she she wasn't wrong. (laughs) Look, Brett. Come on now. Brett, Tojo was right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Toledo needed to be handled that day. And that was after numerous times. Oh, (laughs) numerous. It was getting embarrassing for us. Like, we were like, get him out of here. Just wander right on the table. Get your hands off a table. (laughs) One hand. And he'd put an arm in the air like James Gum. Like he's riding the the mechanical bull in Urban Cowboy. Get your other hand off a table. I'm not going to tell you again. Don't care. Then a few seconds later. So you can't sleep at a table. (laughs) Let's get him out of here. Tojo's going to kill him. Bunch of bougie bastards. (laughs) And he's got a bottle of Jack Daniels in his hands like he's leaving Las Vegas, Nick Cage. You'll get out of here. Your friend's stupid. He raving. <laughs> and that was at the Pussycat Dolls table. Yeah. So Toledo's looking at buttholes, not playing his hand. <laughs> get your Jack Daniels off a table. This happened in uh, Petaluma. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> what, what? The guy died? <laughs> you guess. No. You guess what happened. <laughs> this silence happened in Petaluma. The police department uh, received a call. Uh, some people noticed some packages that have built up in a out front of a house. Sent them in. They would sit in there. Most of the time, people say a couple of days if they build up, maybe they're out of town. Sure. Well, they went in there and they f- discovered a body. That'll happen. Decomposing. <laughs> Those packages have been piling up for a while. Okay. They figured she's been de- decomposing for a little over a year. 
And now the neighborhood's kind of All pointing right. fingers like, who wouldn't? Yeah. Time out, sons. Who's been ordering? Did that? That's what I thought too. And did all of the packages come? Like she ordered some stuff the week before she died, and they've been sitting there for a year. Yeah, there's about. So the packages weren't piling or up. Or she subscribed, like you on Amazon, oh, you can subscribe. Oh, could, but yeah, she's in the Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. Her Chewy monthly. <laughs> yeah, her Chewy kept coming because there's the pile on the front door. But if it's Chewy, dude dropping Chewy off might say something. Yeah, she's got a front door. Leaning on her house. Well, that's after this is after the fact they they boarded up the place because it is just this? that's just a door sideways on the house. Yeah, because look at the front door. They put wood. They had to take it off. Oh, oh okay. I, I thought that was just her ranch style door. Twenty to thirty packages piled up by the front door. So they took the door off before they cleared the patio of packages. I know. That makes sense. I don't. I don't it think doesn't you're make right sense. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just her front door. I'd have to see a color photo. They believe that she might have died of natural causes more than a year ago. She wasn't getting her medicine, evidently, sitting on the porch. Well, what'd she get? It's like Christmas out there. What a nice neighborhood that a year of packages didn't even get once. No no porch pirates, nothing. (laughs) That's a lot. Then it gets uh, weird because the police said they found a second woman in a bedroom who claimed to be the daughter of the woman who had died. That's what we should have led with. How is that a by the way? Come on, Brady. That is the worst, the single worst news by the way ever. By the way, here's the entire story in a nutshell. I could have closed this thing out in the first sentence. You just know country for old Mendes. We watched something that didn't matter until the last two minutes. The whole movie is right there in the trailer. By the way. Here's how it ends. After they broke down the door and took all the packages in, well, they found them. There's a woman in there. And by the way. Your Darth front door is in your driveway. Darth Vader is, uh, is the dad. Just thought I'd throw that bomb at you. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to give up the game. And then it gets weird. The next one is this uh, carnival ride in India. I don't know if you've seen this or not. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I kept on getting it over and over. And- it's amazing. And what is that ride called? The kill everybody? Yeah, the drop. The Punjab the, drop. Yeah, the Punjab pancake. Oh, no, no, it's a good time. It's so much fun. We are spinning high above the earth. And now we will sink to our deaths at an unreasonably quick speed. Do, 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 do. See, even carnies in other countries suck. Yeah. <laughs> Carnivals. Uh-oh, here we go. Here oh, we go. my goodness. This is not part of the plan. Oh, my back. <laughs> Final reconstruction. It's a good thing we are overpopulated because there are a hundred less of us now. Imagine, Daddy, just one more time. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Double rides. Come on, one more time. Thank you. Please ride again. <laughs> we will fix this and do it the second All time. All the way to Look the top. It. It, goes to, it, yeah, the it goes to the top, which is the worst part. Okay, we now lost we're hydraulic power. We're a little faster than a. Ouch. Oh. Your Dell tech support may be a little bit slower today. There's a few people that didn't make it to work. It is Telephone Tuesday. Thank you, my friend, for calling Discover Card. What is your query? I was seeing what I needed to do about this interest rate. Oh, God, it hurts so bad. My interest rate? No, my back. I was on that crazy ride this week, and you probably saw it went viral. I have no spine. It fell from my bottom. And you dropped my interest rate. Don't say drop. Don't say the word drop, my friend. 
It is still too soon. It triggers me. It triggers. All right, all right. Oh, Jesus, God. Can you help me out with any of this stuff? I mean, I feel like I'm spinning and something. Don't say they weren't spinning. Oh, people are going to be frustrated on Telephone Tuesday. It's just ringing. (laughs) No answer. (laughs) I cannot get to the phone. My wheelchair does not fit under my cuba card. Oh, thank you for calling Bed Bath & Beyond. Hopefully this is quick because I'm in an excruciating amount of pain. Eesh, that one made my stomach spin. And again, if there's ever a reason to not go to carnivals, it's that video right there. It's a, I, I know we're not talking to this audience, but uh, if you speak English and you've got a, an uncle, a, a, a T.O., that constantly wants to take your kids over to the Food City Carnival, just show them that thing and just realize that anything that can be put up and taken down in a weekend isn't safe to ride. Ever. Ride the zipper or the puke basket. Don't ride anything. <laughs> oh, man. Don't go. Stop. Go- Mexicans, stop going to these, these Food City parking lot carnivals that show up on a Friday and leave on a Monday. It's just not worth it. You're the only ones. You're the only ones. I don't know. There's a fair that has, like, laws and rules they have to abide by. Never seen a Food City Carnival without, like, a little kid running away crying from his parents and he stepped on a, a, a hypodermic needle. <laughs> and then right out of him and put it back. That's I mine. Can use that. That's mine. I need that. Young man tried to steal that with his foot. Adios mio. Hypodermia. Sorry about that. Here's a bag of kettle corn. Here's some kettle corn we made last month. You're going to enjoy that. If this was a Bashers, I'd give you one that was made a week ago, but it's a food city, so you get the real old stuff. Or you should sell your sauce at Food City. They don't have an expiration date. Yeah, I was going to say, the expiration <laughs> dates, they're all start two months ago. Bread or cinder block. That's a good game to play. Blindfold somebody and have them go through there. Bread or cinder block? <laughs> I can't tell. It's close to, I think it's cinder block. Yeah, don't go to those carnivals anymore. Anything. Dobson High School used to put that thing together. I'm like, we're trusting carnies and high school kids to throw together rides? That are we had them at that uh, terribly stupid Higley and Elliot, and you probably went went twice. Why? You're making it. You're perpetuating it. It's going to keep happening. Certain things need to be professionally done. Carnivals are one of them. When I say never carny, forget when the uh, Ferris wheel rolled down. Elliot, sure. When well, Brady, when I say the word the carny, do you think responsible individual? Oh yeah. You're sure. Yeah. yeah. The first thing you think of is I want them to watch my kids. I want them to be responsible for things my kids do. You wouldn't let anybody there watch your kid for an hour, but you'll trust that they put toys together for your children. I, it's ridiculous. You want to stop by after hours? I'm in that trailer over there in the parking lot. Yeah. I got a hibachi. A bunkhouse. My hibachi, I'm going to fire up a few kebabs. If you want, most of it's rabbit. I think. What's the big furry one with the tail? Rabbit? I think that's a squirrel. Yeah, that too. Anyway, enjoy the tilty world. <laughs> no. Did you put that together? I don't remember. It was yesterday. Yeah, I don't get it. I see those things pop up, and I'm just like, man, that's how COVID I'm convinced COVID started. I'd rather go to a wet market than a pop-up carnival. I'd, pop eat, up I'd eat the bat. I would absolutely rather go to a... I'd take a Ozzy, I'd Ozzy Osbourne that bat <laughs> way before I go to a pop-up carnival. 
those dirty booger hands all over those old steel posts. Let me put the clip in. What? They probably got the elote. Oh, they got a lot of Food City uh, Carnival. I'd eat the elote. Let me just slide the pin in. You'll be safe. Anything, any food that has wheels attached to it and anything that can be put up and taken down in a day, I'm not getting out. I've seen, I won't even get in those inflatable bounce houses and things. I've seen those things fly away in 20 mile an hour winds. That's ridiculous. Brady loves that. Well, well, Brady's not going anywhere. You gotta anchor that in. I'm in the bounce house. <laughs> Brady's in the bounce safe. house. The word bounce has been eliminated from house. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a peace center or a, what do they call those, uh, heat tents? <laughs> sweat lodge? The sweat lodge. It becomes a sweat lodge of Brady's. Heat tents? Yeah, it's a heat tent. <laughs> It's out of control now. It's weird, but uh, and then I got locked up at the Labor Day Star Wars thing, and uh, they showed all the Star Wars movies over and over on like TBS oh, yeah. or something. And I occasionally would flip marathon. Yeah, it was a so you watched all of them. Bad ones. I watched pieces of the bad ones. Man, I didn't realize how bad that franchise is. Horrible. I mean, terrible. You were pissing people Dodgy, off. Right? I know, but start, dedicated. It's dedicated. dedicated. It's dedicated because you know what? It's it's playing on emotions and thoughts. I really liked the very very the the rise of Skywalker because I threw away the fact that I stopped liking Star Wars when I went in to see it. I'm like, I hate it. Like, I, I have to admit that the last few Star Wars have been garbage. Rogue One's good. That's a really good story. Uh, but then you get back into the the, re, the, the the basically remade A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And then with Poe and, and Finn and all that. And then the second one was just forgettable as can be, which was the eighth. And then the last one, Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, I don't like this series anymore. They've ruined it. I have my childhood memories of Star Wars. And I started to watch a little of uh, Rise of Skywalker again, and boy, was I wrong about that movie. I remember our friend Doug Fairchild downstairs would get into almost fistfights with people online. Angry. Like, he was challenging people online to meet him places, to fight over whether or not that Star Wars was good. He hated it. And it destroyed his youth. I mean, he was like, my my childhood's destroyed because, I forget the director, was it Ryan Johnson? Yeah. And yep. he's like, Ryan Johnson is destroyed everything I knew and loved about this by and it was mainly because it was uh, you know all the political correctness there may be a lesbian affair they had uh, the the female heroine Let's thing put and, this in there right yeah all about girl power which it was but I remember watching it thinking you know what and throwing it all away we're gonna have a good time I was wrong that movie's bad it's bad really bad and disappointingly bad I felt used. So I watched 20 minutes of that and I'm like, this is like getting, like it is a full on rape of my memories. They are taking advantage of my passions for my childhood and they are going back and beating that child merciless. Like it was just unbelievable amount of slapping to the childhood memory that I have. Just beat it all over said, you'll like anything we put in front of you. And there it was. For there most will. 40 hours. Yeah. And then, and then I started to think of the the people who have invested all that time and money, of course they're going to say, oh, I love Star Wars still because it meant something to them. And they've taken full advantage of it. Which has been true in all the... Like, nothing worse than Indiana Jones. Destroying that character. And then tra- talking about doing it again. 
Well, and all the horror movies, too. Jason and Michael Myers and all that kind of yeah. stuff. It just goes on oh, yeah. and on. And those, though, were dumb. Well, actually, the first Freddy movie and the first Halloween are pretty good. Oh, yeah. They did fleece us on that. But those weren't so much, like, iconic childhood memories. Those were just kind of like, ooh, those were dopey. Star Wars was, like, meaningful to a society. Rocky did it. Like, all right, enough, Sylvester. Enough. I know that hurt I you. That, yeah, but, but I mean, uh, look, Rocky you know, I think Five. You're a little out of you tell me Rocky yeah. Five didn't kind of. No, that was terrible. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> I did take that. the wind out of the Rocky sails a little bit. We were so willing to just be like, well, whatever you throw at us. We're in. We're I was kind of yeah. done with three, to be honest with you. Three was bad. No, I liked three. I mean, I liked Mr. T as the character. Three's a bad He was movie. a great character. Watch it again. No, he's it's great. Bad. He's oh, great. it's great characters. Yeah. Like, there's no better foil in, in movie history. Four was to... a little over the top. I'm just like, all right. Four and then is five ridiculous. was just insane. How much better they got on the, um, let alone the boxing side of it? Never got it's good it. at boxing. Yeah. Even in, uh, even in the one with Pernell Whitaker. Or no, was it? No, it wasn't Pernell. Uh, it was uh, wasn't it? Antonio Tarver. Oh. When he played Mason Dixon. The line. Yep. And you're like, and that's a good movie until the boxing starts. And then it's just ridiculous. There's nothing authentic about a boxing match that goes like that. It's it's the most ludicrous crime. It would be a 30-30 special. A 30-for-30 special on how the referees were just uh, negligent in their duties. The entire Creed and both fights with Creed and Rocky. The referee should be in jail. Those men killed each other. And there was not knocking each other down and getting up without a count. Uh, never, ever, ever getting involved in the rule breaking that was going on. Punching dudes whose knees were on the ground—that's a DQ. I mean, you know, yeah. we had a whole bunch of we had a whole bunch of rules, uh, and the refs were like, "I'm turning a blind." Who was running yeah. boxing? The mob. Right, Rocky was go. the champ. That's put an right. Italian in the ring. But we we sucked it up. Like this is beautiful. This is a glorious thing. But yeah, there's there's never been a movie franchise uh, more willing to rape its fans. Than Star Wars, period. There, I mean, and they've had a couple of uh, knockouts. The Mandalorian started off great. Like, okay, we got a little something going here. The Obi Wan thing stinks. Did the you high watch heaven. It? I watched the first episode. This is garbage, yeah. and it uh, it gets worse as it like the episode goes on. You're like, oh, you're just playing on my. You're trying to tap into something, but you've already ruined it. Like, you still keep trying to go back to go. Remember this? No, 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 no. You can't play the remember game because I know what you've done to well, them. Well, they are nothing if not saturating you with Star Wars coming up. It's because huge. There Endor are five different out. things yeah. coming here's up. The, here's the thing I compare Star Wars to. You dated a hot girl in high school, and I mean smoke show. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out. 20 years later, she calls you. I just want to reconnect and see what you're up to. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to. I'm available I'd be some of that's magic nothing but uh, memories of how beautiful yeah, you were you called me Star Wars yeah and I mean, remember, remember her do you remember she called me up and she wants to meet and all your friends were like oh my god she was the Viet girl in high school You're, I can't believe Christy Greenway called you and wants to hang out again I'm like I know and then you go and you meet her you can see her in there in all the fat <laughs> that her face is creeping out of like I still see in there and you're like, you know what? It's like Mama June. Yeah. And she goes, that's my baby over here. I just had her. I paid $200,000 for some super sperm. <laughs> and you're like, ah, well, you know. Where'd you get to 200 grand? Deep down inside, there's still that girl I used to love, right? So I'm going to go ahead and wade through this fat and see what I can do. And the next thing she's doing is like, like creepy memory stuff but it's but like she's remember this bra 
and she's got her high school bra that doesn't fit anymore, oh. and she put it on, and it's there's fat leaking out of the edges in the back. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't look the same. Nothing looks the same. It's like going back to the hot girl, and she wants you back, and she's acting like you're going to take anything she throws at you. And you do for a little while until you don't. So they can't play on that memory thing anymore. I've seen her naked again, and it ain't the same. At least they just glued the cinnamon rolls on Carrie Fisher. It didn't put <laughs> right. her in the bikini right. or well, anything no, like yeah, that. They she knew better. Gracefully. They knew better not to make a masturbation scene with 80-year-old Carrie Fisher. But it's not even about, it's just that whole playing on your old emotions thing. And boy, did I, watching that yesterday, I'm just like, man. And they're wasting 14 hours on TBS, and people will eat it up. I talked to a friend of mine who's got a kid, and he's like, no, none of, like, zero kids are interested in the original Star Wars. They're like, it's yeah, awful. that's true. It's awful to that's true. It looks like crap. They like the new remake, because yeah. it's the same movie, but it's just updated right. somehow. It's, it doesn't look... Yeah, like models, and which is what made it look great in the first place. Yeah, that's uh, you can't bring back your old flame if she looks if she looks similar but not the same, and then she drops trow and she's just got that whole, you know, cerebral palsy vagina now, and it's all too, like it's been damaged for years. And but you're still, a good but band name? you still you cerebral palsy vagina CPV. <laughs> I played. I'm the lead singer of CPV. Don't ask. It's been years, I know, but I just want to let, let you right. know I have herpes. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, somebody in this room is familiar with that. You like to share when Brady had a speed bump state. <laughs> Brady brings it up again. I'd forgotten again, but Brady brings that up. You tried to rekindle speed bumps. It is. It's always one of the mark. Yeah, as long as you don't have the speed bumps, you're still going to plow through the CPV. You're going to go into the cerebral palsy thing. You go, ah, maybe it feels better. Maybe. Maybe all this stuff that fell out feels better now. Because I don't remember it looking like that. This looks like a gunshot wound. Like, if I had that hanging off my body, I would tuck it in or I'd go to a doctor and say, what do I have? My curtains are torn. I couldn't rally through the Dagobah system. No. No, you had too many. There's lifelong risk with that. If if you got the clean bill of health from your Star Wars girl from high school, and she said, no, it's all healthy except for it's... I was drinking water at Camp Lejeune and something plopped out of there. <laughs> like I'm still going in there. There's still maybe there's some magic in there. And you're just trying to rekindle the memories and they're just and they're charging you for it. It's garbage. And Titanic was on some thing and it's again. That was a combo of your weekend? Yeah, well, I'm just flipping around. Oh, I got one on. for you. Uh Brett, your guy Stallone has had the Clint Eastwood moment. I think he's finally hit it. Oh, is it over to hell now? Did you watch His, that? That Samaritan movie. Yeah. Is it bad? Yeah. It's a oh, show, isn't man. it? No, it's, oh, a, it's movie. a movie. Oh, it's a movie? Not good? Watching old men fight? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Damn it. And this guy points out, yeah, it's a good one. It says, The Godfather is the best and worst movie franchise ever. The first two are the best movies ever made, and the third one is just like what you're saying. Let's bring back the old girlfriend. Cash grab. Yeah. It is. Remember how you felt when Godfather came out? We're doing another one. And you're going to take a chance that the magic is there. You're going into that Carl Budding pile. And you're going to push that roast beef around for a second. Only to realize, ah, I've been fooled. That's 99 cent packet. It'll it'll never be the same. I should have taken a pack of Carl Budding roast beef, heated up in the microwave, and jammed into that. Because it's (laughs) back. Because it would have been at least warm. 
Come on, John. Everybody knows you at least let the old hottie blow you a few times. Oh, you sure. You're going to do it. You're going in. Well, because you never got it back in the day. So it's like, <laughs> all right, right. it's redeeming yourself. Worse, as long as nobody sees what she looks like now. Worse, you almost got it. Yeah. And you're, you've, you've harbored this want your whole life. And when you finally get it, you're like, oh, it's not what I want. It's not the same. She's big and old and desperate. She'd have to be or she wouldn't call me. <laughs> it's a fact. You got to reconsider that, too. It's like, oh, she's calling me. Like, how long, How much of the phone book did she go through before she's like, all right, I'll call him. I'm not the, first. You're not started. I wasn't the first. That's started. why it took 15 years. Yep. It's, it's like our 20th anniversary is right are. around the corner. What are you calling me for? I was just thinking about you. Uh, McKinney's not home? No, Chad's not home. All right. I'll take you to lunch. I'm sure it's not a salad and go. <laughs> You're going to want three entrees. Yeah. but Double, yeah. double animal style. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an odd. <laughs> strange all the way around, though, to, to sit and have that wrecked. And then, you know, whether it's an age thing or just a realization that so many people were fooled. Because you'll I like we'll talk to people who love Star Wars and they'll like it no matter what. John Gordon. John, he actually has a pretty good like take on like the last one's stinking. Oh, is he actually yeah. okay? He's hanging on to the originals and he's not gonna. He, yeah, he doesn't he care about those. the new stuff. Yeah. Not letting. Anything I don't think he liked the Obi Wan either. No, that is dumb. The Obi Wan thing is like, it's all nostalgia and crap, and it's just bad. Like the only thing that's interesting about it is when they say something from the original Star Wars and you're like ah. Because then they're like, you know, you did tie all this. Tie it back in. Yeah, we tied it back in, and you've learned all these words. So this is for, this has value. It doesn't. It's like I went back when they when they brought Harrison Ford back for that one, and then after that, I'm like, all right, I'm out again. Yeah. I'm out. I, nothing. Right. And they all the member berries, and that's Got it. what you needed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they killed him. They effing killed the guy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Han Han Solo seen it now. gets <laughs> murdered by Kylo Ren. Oh. Yeah, this one actually says this, too. This weekend, I watched old James Bond movie binge uh, thing. And if you watch them with today's mind, all James Bond was was a horrible rapist. <laughs> Flat out abusing women. Uh, it's funny, cheesy, uh, but man, oh, man, he was a rapist. They I, fell yeah, for him. But they, he, he was pretty aggressive. He was fairly aggressive with the ladies. Uh, Craig says, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and Obi-Wan is terrible. I made it through three episodes. Said I had to rewatch the third one because I fell asleep both times. Uh. Yeah, it's bad. It's just I don't even know if kids like it. It's just they can't get into the member berries part. I don't know. It's out of control now. Uh, I had some fun yesterday that I think, uh, you know how I told you about when you're trying to merge and the traffic's bad, you look for a Tesla, and they have to get out of the way because yeah. they're designed to do it? I, well, I've done that a bunch, and I'm like, little life hacks. They call those life hacks. I found another one just for fun. Now, we're all kind of like weirded out and tired of, uh, I, we're not tired of it. It's just it's just too much. It's, it's overwhelming to have the pronouns and the gender thing. But, you know, check your box, whatever. And then uh, move on. Well, yesterday I went to a place and I had to fill out their little iPad. You know, when you first sit down in like a medical center, I had to fill out the iPad. And it says pronoun. It wasn't even a medical center. It was just a skincare thing. Uh, it's uh, pronouns on this, though. Right? So I'm 
I think I'm. I don't know. I'm he him. Here you hit options like they yeah. wanted. A, he him. She her. They them. He them. She them. He she. Hmm. He she. So the staff is asking, "What do you like to be called?" And I'm thinking, this might be fun. Let's <laughs> see if they pay attention. So there I am, and you know, workout clothes. Uh, you know, basically a t-shirt and uh, sweatshorts. And I, I go ahead and I click on uh, the uh, the she them. She them is mine. Oh no! Right? See if they pay attention. This poor woman, probably about 64, 65. Uh, clueless as to trying so hard not to hurt me comes in. Not and she to goes, stumble. How are them doing today? I'm like, that's not even how you use it. But I'm <laughs> good, thank you. And I, I caught it immediately. She was trying so hard to let me know she'd read the chart. How are them today? How are them? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? Fine, fine. What are we doing today? Oh, it's going to go out and just uh, it's got a workout planned and uh, some other stuff. Oh, yeah. My daughter, they go and do that. Too. She wouldn't even call. Other people, she or he, like she or he, I'm not stumbling. Was like the N word in that yeah. room. She was like she or he was out. Like these pronouns are horrifying. And there, I mean, it's me. It's like dressed exactly as I am today. Yeah. I don't look like I'm working too hard to be a she. Them. I don't look like like she's probably looking at me. Funnest day I've had in my life. Next lady comes in, and she is the same exact way. She was less on the just inappropriate English, but trying real hard to to hit the them's. Like no, when a them comes up. You knock it cold. What do you do for a living? I host a radio show. Oh, oh. That's, that has to be exciting for them. Like, just say you. <laughs> just say you. You still apply. I'm still an individual human being. Wouldn't that... Didn't correct them once. It was amazing. And literally all I'm there for was like zit cream. Like, I just went into this place that a friend of mine recommended. I've got a Gandhi zit on my head. I'm like, ah, it's the year of skin care. I have, that's my, my New Year's resolution. I had the Cindy Crawford's Meaningful Beauty. I've had a couple of delightful facials. This uh, person I know recommended this other place. And I went, I'm like, okay, I'll give that a try. And they just, they peeled me. I got a little, I got a little dry peel yesterday. I don't know what that is, but they put some apricot cream on there and then ripped my skin off. We'll get this right here. They stuck a needle in this zit on my Gandhi zit. Yeah. You're predict, predicting that thing to... Telling to right finally now. peak. Oh, no, I've been trying. I squeeze. It was bruising. So I'm like, you got to stop that. I give her credit. She took the little thumb bruise away, but she made the thing even redder. I look more Gandhi than ever. But I, it doesn't bother me. It. It's my year of skin. They hit them. Never called me she. Never once did they hit the she. But I'm like, this is what I'm going to do now. This is more fun than like just looking going, ah, what the f- is going on? I'm just going to check the Enjoy wrong the dance. And see if they play. And worst case scenario, Brady, you'll like this part. They hit the wrong pronoun. You look at them. Day's free. You can start throwing some sort of a you know federal case at them, and they and they're not going to charge you. You you would do that for a freebie. This wasn't cheap. You should mark down that you're uh, you're Latino too, so you'll be a Latinx. <laughs> That's right. I don't know if they'd come in and go. How are Latinx day today? <laughs> the way I, she was going, she probably would. Oh, she was, and I felt so bad for her because look, this lady's been asked in her lifetime to do an awful lot of changing. And so she see, and credit to them, they're not just taking that iPad and making you check boxes. They went and said, "Ah, mother, f- we got to she them." <laughs> Never once did they say she, which disappointed me because this figure here. Not that I'm toxic masculinity walking, but I, I'm not. It's, it's not hard to they're figure looking out what like I am. I, yeah, there's I'm no, not taking any chances. Yeah. I'll, I'll just stick with the them. <laughs> right? They're not. I'm not seeing a whole lot of she leaking off this one. <laughs>
But I went with the she anyway. And it was it was awesome. It was a fun 10 to 12 minutes. Giggling. Never corrected her. They, she didn't know how to use it. So instead of the word you, it was them or they. Uh, she just threw it in randomly a couple of times. Where do you like to work out? I'm like, oh, I'm uh, just do this thing at uh, Tactical Black. It's a uh, street fighting self-defense. Uh, really fun. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, they're, they're, something like they are in shape or something like that. or uh, Just kicking, <laughs> kicking you out of the mix. And I was like, I'm just imagine that. Sir, what brings you to the gynecologist today? <laughs> well, first off, sir would have pissed me off pretty heavy. Because I clearly checked she them. So sir's right out. Is ma- what do you do with ma'am and sir? That's what I'm you saying. You don't do it. Like, you just I guess those it. are out. Oh, and then if right it's, out. you know, I'm, I'm a he. No, 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 no. You're not. To, that's the whole point of the pronouns, Brady. The, when you click she them, he's out. I'm not. No, a he. no. I'm talking the other way around, and it, and it is like that. The, the gynecologist. It's a woman relating to a man, but sure. going in to get a checkup. Yeah. Well, that would just be a waste of your money. But still, I'm, if, I was, if I was a gynecologist, I'd encourage all that. All those nutbags that think they're a girl booking appointments for gynecology. Sure, sit in the stirrups. Just look at my phone for five minutes. Go. Looks like your ovaries are intact. They just put your legs up here, Ted. Yeah, I've been feeling a little. Why bit not? Of- um, the other thing is, we talked. Why not learn the name or just say that? There you go, John. Because it's because it's, it's such a a cucky thing to do. It's such a, a soy boy, as they would call it. It's just that moment where she's trying so hard to be right. Yeah. That it makes her look stupid. And I started to think to myself, hey, wait a minute. If I'm doing it, then there's probably a bunch of other people doing it. None of this is real. They're just trying to mess with us. No one whole, there's nobody that angry about their pronouns. So do it. Have fun with it. And the poor people at this, this I'm not even going to name the place because they were so nice about it. Uh, and, you know, clicking at them, they, he, she. What? Come on. And I've seen it before. Actually, Megan's told me about it. She's like, I had a place today. They had a pronoun list, like 15. Because they do, I guess they do it at a lot of salons. I've noticed that most of the time um, it's not a ton, but there's there's definitely more Six. options. Yeah, but yeah. they're asking because they don't, they're looking to cover their ass. That's yeah. all this is. But boy, were they covering it. And I got to hand it to you. I, I wouldn't play along. <laughs> I, I, and I also, look, it just, it, you do, it makes you sound stupid to mispronounce that badly. I mean, to hit, just not say you or he. Oh, and then they were talking, and they let fly with a, you know, a him or whatever it was. I don't remember if it was a he or a him. When they're talking to each other, he was going to go to this thing, and the eyes were up on the one girl. She's just looking at the other one like, uh-huh, uh-huh, you did it. But she, that, they, couldn't, they couldn't have thought I was serious, but they did. And they were so in tune with the idea that we've got to make this right. And I, and I, I applaud have them. to. Right. I applaud them, but come on. Come on, f- you. It's silly, right? We're all th- it's now silly. So let's let's make it silly. Anytime anybody offers pronouns to you, take ones that don't belong to you and set them on ice because it was like watching a uh, it was like watching a colt try to walk right after birth. It was clumsy. She's been speaking decent English for 60 plus years. Now she's been asked to throw pronouns into a different, uh, you know, blender and make word salad out of that and it was fun. So everybody does it, and the pronoun thing will become this big farce joke. Kind of like when they used to call uh, fat lady stores you know, plus size, and then we started using plus size as a pejorative. So now it's like, uh, now it's right, curvy. Now it's curvy or voluptuous, and then we started using that as fat. And we just make it, they're just giving us new words for, for fat. And then they we finally gave a name. 
Lane Bryant. <laughs> now and now, Lane. Yeah, right, and they, they're going to have to change. The, you know what they they can't change the name because for a while there, the malls were putting LB, and I'm like, ah, you did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. You tried to get rid of Lane Bryant because you know we're using it for chunkies. Forget it. We'll just call it LB. Oh, oh, you idiot! Damn it, that means pounds. Uh, so yeah, so I am now a she them at that place. The other, yeah, the options were odd because I took a picture of the thing and will you go back? I don't really have to. I just was going there for like a consultation and to take a look at how's my skin doing. Uh, a friend of mine put, put me in touch with him. So I'm like, oh, I got nothing else to do at four o'clock. I'll go. I'll go over there. Let me go into the doctor. Would you have lab. a timeshare after that? Too, yeah, pitch? you know, went over there. Like, you know, you know what? what? I'm let's see what. Out. Let's see what. Oh, and they. Oh, they were big on not. Uh, or that Cindy Crawford meaningful beauty right out. Oh, they oh, hammered it. Pissed off at Cindy Crawford. There, oh, I'm man. Like, what do you use for skincare? And I'm like, well, not to brag. But I've been ordering up the Meaningful Beauty, and I'm on the I'm on my third batch of the 90 day supply. So I've been at it since about February, March. You use what? Like you know the infomercial Cindy Crawford and that weird doctor who lives in that. There are toxins that in that tropical island. Oh, you're spilling your poison or your pores with poison. They, they're gonna die. I'm like, what? Oh man, <laughs> you they are going to die. No, they. I mean, when when you mention Cindy Crawford's Meaningful Beauty in one of these places, forget it. They are like they had meetings. Like, should we even treat them? It's not even worth it. I've got stuff out in the car. You want to buy some? She used this little weird vacuum, too. It's like this strange poor vacuum. Starts sucking off all this stuff. And I'm like, I think you're putting more on my face than Cindy Crawford ever had. And it hurt. Like, I don't like this. I've been to a couple. Like, I went to. White and black heads coming out of there. Well, that was the one thing that didn't do. I did that at the last time I went to the place. And the lady got real excited because she was blowing up pores. She goes, You've got. Oh, so much. And she's this is this Indy Crawford stuff. This is what it does. And it was just like these oils. She had a magic wand that was just leaking me. I'm just, I look like, uh, remember Play-Doh hair? When yeah. You first entered, that's what my, all my pores were pumping out, this weird goo, white crap. Looks I'm like, like little eels in yeah, the ocean. Yeah it, looks like, <laughs> yeah, it looks like something's coming up to feed, and then it goes back in. It's gross. She didn't do that. Actually. I just got some. So you've been told not to use Cindy Crawford before, and you kept using it? Well, you know... I've gotten good results. <laughs> well, apparently not. I like my skin. You're poisoning them. But no, but those pores. Them is them is going to do what they want, Brett. But I'm a woman of the world. Unbelievable. She. If is, Cindy uses it, oh, <laughs> it's true. Cindy, look at Cindy Crawford. She's like yeah. seventy. I don't care if she's. And they all say the same thing. She's not using it. She's taking money. And I'm like, maybe you're wrong. What if she loves it? And she looks... Fa- they're mad because it's it cuts into their business. They all have their product. They all got a thing. Well, she had like several to sell. And it was the same stuff. I think it's the same thing. And everybody says that. Oh, she's got some magic glowing serum that comes from a papaya or whatever. And then she tries to sell me this thing. This is from the leaf of a of an aloe vera blah. I'm like, well, what's the difference between what... Cindy's doing what you're doing right now. It's $120 for two ounces. Oh, it is. It was $330 for a thing the size of my fingernail. Yeah, I was like, what is this? It was like a one, like, this is like maybe, you've seen the size of my face, right? Like, it's not one night, right? She goes, oh, that should last you a month. I'm like, not with these fingers, lady. If I got to dip in with these fingers, I'm taking a whole shebang in one dab. No, and how am I going to take a little droplet like that on my index finger and cover my whole face? You have to be really um, good about. It. Don't apply this liberally. They will be very disappointed if they do that. Who's who? Oh yeah, wait, that's me. <laughs> it's amazing what. Uh, that's crazy. 
our wives spend on oh, it's a car payment. Don't pay attention to it. That hair care. They're always complaining they never look good. I'm like, well, change it up. Why don't you choose from basket number yeah. three? <laughs> Go to it. These are my supplies. My skin is awful. My hair looks like crap. I'm like, it looks like uh, your supplies aren't working. Don't you make fun of the things I buy. Like, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> You're insane. You're an insane person. But yeah, so I, it was nice. And I feel like, uh, it feels a little dry. I'm not, not going to lie to you. I feel a little dry this morning. Skin's good. Though. You got a good glow going. Got a nice glow. She hydrated my skin. And I feel like that made big bags under my eyes. <laughs> I feel like I swelled up. They not pleased with that part. They uh, they got up this morning and said, well, I got double bags going this morning. But no one disses Lady Crawford. No, no. You know, I went, you know what I did when I got home? I, I didn't buy that $330 uh, you know, droplet of skincare. Uh, I went right back in last night and hit the glowing serum and the cleansing solution and kissed Cindy. They are not going to like that. And they went right to sleep. They are getting poisoned. And they were just fine with it. And then they woke up uh-huh, and did it again. So I washed away everything she did. But yeah, I'm feeling pretty dry. It's nice. But yeah, the they, them thing, just do it. Just go on uh, whenever they ask you, just give them something else. And then watch them scramble. It's fun. It's more fun than than being the Fox News going, ah, goddamn world's changing right in front of me. I mean, he should have two genders. Like, screw it. Have some fun with it. Go nuts. And especially if you're one of those Fox people who hates this. I hate it, too. Uh, but if you're one, and, and uh, you click on it and watch the woke not step in their own traps. It's That is the fun of it all. That is the, don't go crazy and call yourself a she, her. But she, that, throw it's them in there. Them is the one that nobody really gets. It doesn't get it at all. And the more the goalposts keep moving around. Oh, and then afterwards, I was ta- I was texting with a friend of mine who's got two. He's got two daughters, fourteen and well, yeah, I was like seventeen, eighteen. And we're chatting about it. And I'm like, and he and I told him. I said I was just this thing, and I play pretended to be a, a she they. And they went with it. And I said nobody said anything stupid. They they you could see them dodging my 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 new stream of of I'm going to get you. And I said, but who is actually? I think they're making it up. And he goes, oh no, I've got my daughter's friend. Her parents called and said, uh, she's non-binary. Don't. She's very upset by she's. And, her. and I'm like, well, as a parent, you just say she's not allowed to come over to my house. I'm not taking that risk. And he said, I, he said, yeah, it's, it's, I don't talk to that one. He said, it's eggshells. And he said, well, my daughter's great at it. Like, she gets, uh, Dad, we're going to get some soda. Can you get Vea soda? Oh, my God. And he's like, it rolls out of her tongue like nothing. And her friend is, and I'm like, is she weird looking? He goes, no. She's like a girl. Like dresses and curls and they're doing hair and stuff. And I'm like, but you got to call her they. You can't say she. And he goes, I don't risk it. I don't talk to her. I'm like, that's the thing that they want. Nah, screw that. that. It's my house. I'll <laughs> say what the hell I want to say. I'll tell them, like, look, yeah. they should leave now. Yeah. <laughs> Does your uh, friend want to stay for uh, for dinner? Ask her. Dad, don't say that. Oh, yeah. That's her N-word. I forgot. Ask <laughs> they. Make me sound like I didn't ever go to school. Uh, so if you want to help your loved ones try to understand scoliosexuality, you can go to WebMD. I'm good. Yeah, me too. That's yep. the thing. We're asking people to understand too much, and it's all it is is a bunch of little traps. So I'm climbing in, man. I'm going after it. I'm not going to understand any of it, but if I see scoliosexual on a thing that says, how do you identify, I'm clicking it just to see how other people treat me because I think it's freebies all the way around. But going to WebMD, I know that eventually I start reading more about scoliosexual. You're going to be it. They're going to have cancer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to get cancer. If you're on WebMD, you'll leave with cancer. You're going to have cancer. But this was just the what is scoliosexuality. Clicked it. Popped up. I still don't know. 
I don't know what any of Centerosexual got involved. Cisgender got involved. They're attracted to something. They're attracted to people that don't have gender. But how do you know? They know. They must. <laughs> That's why I think we're I think we're on the other side of a joke here. I think we're the ones being like, ah, you bastards of it. It's like impractical jokers for all of us. Like they're sitting in a room going, oh my God, they're doing it. Can you, let's just run with it. Make up new words. Oh, we got What's this all skate sexual? This isn't real. I'm convinced this, is, this isn't real anymore. Because after yesterday, I'm like, something's up. We could probably create one with using a little Greek and Latin. Sure. We'll find something. And if we do it, it becomes a thing, like immediately. And, and what does it mean, Brady? And for people like you, this is big. Free stuff. I think it's just a ploy to not pay. You set people up, trap them, act angry. They get nervous. Next thing you know, you're getting free Applebee's. Because <laughs> the waiter didn't know. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. It's out of control now. Dear Brady, I'm 24 years old. My girlfriend is 38. She's pressuring me for a kid and marriage. I love her. I can't imagine life without her. She's never had a kid. And she wants one before she turns 40. I'm a little less ready than her. She's super rich, by the way. Well, her ex-husband was, so they divorced, and now she's got money. I'm sort of not sure what to do. I don't want to lose her at all. I don't mind the idea of a kid, but I don't know if I want one in the next 12 months. Love is hard. Confused. Britain. Britain? Brit? Brit? Breton. I don't know your name. The first question... He kind of answered it at the end. I was wondering, well, if you don't want to have a kid, right. then don't do it because the other person wants one and you you would like to make them happy by doing right. that. But it sounds like he wants to have a kid. So the but second, not in the next year when she right. wants Well, one. he doesn't feel like he's ready. Right. You um, can kick that down the road down the road a long time. No, you can't. Not with a 38-year-old woman that wants one before 40. Exactly. But what I'm my point is... You never feel like you're ever ready for the kid. Like, oh, this is, you know, is this the best time to have a kid? You can always come up with reasons why not right. not to have it. I um, come up with one immediately. It's never the right time. There's a kid involved. But, you know, the, the fact is, she's at 38. Yeah. So there isn't much time on... For her, yeah, she expires in two years. Yeah, yeah you're putting her, you're putting a baby in her at 38 when it's harder for her to lose the weight. Yeah. And um, you know, if he's if he's not ready for the next five or six years, right? Then maybe. Look, you're on her clock. Yeah. And it, I guarantee you this. Let me tell you this about 38 year old lady with a with an expiring baby machine. You're just in it because you're there right now. If you told her you didn't want that kid. Love's gone. She's moving on to the next guy. She's got a 14-month window to get her agenda met. If you're not going to do it, someone else will. You're out. So if she doesn't care enough about you to say, hey, I'm not ready for a kid right now, and you have to understand, you're dating a 24-year-old. You knew that going in just like he knew a 38-year-old might yep. want a kid. So she has to be respectful of your time as well. My and that's guess a great is point to, to- she'd move on in a heartbeat if you said, I don't want a kid. You're out. I'm not ready for a kid. Right. If you just right said, now. look, I don't want a kid yeah. in the next year at, at for sure, maybe a couple years down the road, but you know, if that's no good, for, she'll be gone. Because that this is all she hears right now. Those ovaries are waking her up at night. We're dying. Hurry. She is she is in a struggle with time. 
and you just happened to date a 38-year-old lady who never had a kid. Oh, man. Look out now. I don't know how long they've been going out to. You eight know, eight years. Just... <laughs> got him in eighth grade. Well, he knew in eighth grade she wanted to have kids. Right. And he knows that, and she knows that, but they have to be on the same page. Uh, yep. I guarantee you, her clock is, this is all, this is all. Every time you're talking, she just hears, blah, 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 blah. She just hears that clock go. You're going to put a baby in me in the next 12 months? Because if you're not, I'll find somebody who does. I'm not ready. Okay, bye. Next. The biological clock. It's louder than you. Especially from a baby fever lady. She's got the baby fever. And by the way, once that baby comes out, you're a second-class citizen. That's all she's thinking. That's yeah. That's that's you're 25 and a father to someone who doesn't care if you're there or not. Especially because she's wealthy, she's independent. And that's a fact. You're a sperm donor. I'm I'm going to stay here yeah. because of that. Right. You're a sperm donor. That's it. Yeah. You're in the donor zone. Yeah. You're 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 healthy. You're giving her the high hard one. She doesn't have to deal with any of your crap. I think you'll find out the quickest way if you're in the donor zone by saying, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. And well, she says, gone. oh, no. Okay, then you were. Also, she's a basket case. Because right now she's dating out of her age group because she doesn't want to date a guy with kids already. Because that's all she's going to find. So she, that dude's already taken. She's got to find somebody Make young. Make the tough break. Yeah, you got to go. That's enough. You've had your fun. Besides that. Pregnant 38-year-old. Oh, Jesus, God, what's going to happen next? Milk. You need to go a little bit older next time. You just say milk? Yeah. Spired Spired milk. 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 You're like the uh, Sam Elliott of milk at that age. Milk. (laughs) A banquet beer. (laughs) Run from that. You're you're dating a crazy person. Sorry, 30-year-old lady, 38-year-old ladies who's forcing a 24-year-old to make a baby with her. Sorry that some of you are seeing that as insane. Call it sure, like life's going to be a little different for you. Yeah, you'll be fine. You're 24. You know, you'll be blown away how fast you get over it. And then in, in a year, email this show but again. bro, I'm going to have to get a job. You know, exactly. You're going to stop parking cars and start getting a real job. Stop being the drummer in a local band. Exactly. <laughs> a year from now, email me back and go, thank you, guys. I almost had a baby with that insane. I don't know, man. I love her. He probably does, but you got to get it. And you don't love what's about to happen. Trust me. Walk like Curly from City Slickers. I know you're 24 and don't get that. Walk away now while it's still a great memory before this this avalanche of Timing absolute wasn't right. human sh- starts pouring out of her. Oh, and then you're on the hook forever with Looney Tunes. Run. Breton. Uh, Dear Brady, my wife's birthday was yesterday. This is a good one. I went golfing, drank a little, totally forgot. She didn't remind me once over the last few days, in fairness. She turned 46. I knew that, uh, especially when I got home and saw that she had decorated the house herself, made herself a cake. There was one slice out and a note that said, don't talk to me. We don't have kids, so we don't have anybody around the house reminding us. I'm a dead man. I need ideas. Ryan. Oh, man. I need to ask him a couple questions. You better questions. let her go clamming. Yeah, did you, yeah exactly. <laughs> Ryan, you better bring home some clams. Did you? Did he know before he went golf? He's like, I'm going to golf this morning. And then having so much fun with the boys, he just lost track of time, forgot. Oh, Jesus, it's my wife's birthday. 
I'm guessing he didn't know at all because he says she hadn't told me for yeah, the last couple days. That would be my guess, too. You know what? With an iPhone, though, that should be in your exactly. phone. With a reminder every right. year. In fact, as a public service to all of us right now, check your phone. Yep. Ask your wife, what's your birthday? <laughs> check your phone and put it in there right now. Imagine, I mean, He's just, a cautionary just think tale. about it on the other side. If she forgot your birthday. Yeah. So, you know, can you... Um, but here's the thing. A woman can make up on that the second it's revealed by being a whore. Yeah, let's go clamming. Well, yep, we'll, be, we'll be totally forgiving if a woman forgot... If, 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 if Ronnie forgot your birthday and came up the next day and said, we forgot your birthday yesterday. Uh, BH is on... Uh, it's all yours. Everything I've got is yours. We'd be cool about like, ah, all right. And then just have at her. They've got the ultimate you currency. You are in the doghouse for quite a while. Yeah, you. On the other side of it. Yeah, because the last thing you can do is offer up your D as a, you know. I'm sorry. You're not going to want that. Really? That's, that's it? Can, yeah, that's what I, I get to can, thank me. Can we celebrate after the fact? You know, there's. Yeah. it's like. You're screwed. It's on her whether or not she can find the forgiveness. Yeah, I wouldn't grovel. Go get her a nice present. Offer a nice dinner. If she's going to hold it over you, you're just going to have to wait it out. That you blew it, so and just suck it, it up. Oof. How do you, yeah, iPhones. How do you forget? Yeah. Facebook, iPhones. Everybody's constantly reminding you it's somebody's birthday. But the point when he came home and oh, there's that cake. decorated the house sliced. or something. Oh. Also, went three or four days recognizing he doesn't know. I'm not going to say a thing. Because he forgot. And she, he's, if she didn't remind him over the last couple of days, she's been eyeballing you for a while going, he has no idea it's my birthday. Especially when you told her, hey, honey, I'm going to golf Sunday. Is that cool? Oh, yeah, yeah that's go right ahead. Absolutely. You go do whatever you want. I'm not doing anything Sunday. Yeah, you're done. You just have to take your lumps there. Uh, dear Brady, I think I'm going to end up divorcing my wife. She sent a text message to a friend of hers telling... Uh, telling her that she's waiting for me to come into my dad's inheritance, and then she's filing for divorce. Her friend uh, thought that was pure evil and showed me the text. We have had some issues since COVID. I lost my job, got my job back. I got really depressed. She was super unhappy. We both were. We almost split, but I thought we'd worked everything out, uh, and it's not worked out. If you were me, what would you do? I think I'm a sucker, Trent. Tough one. Uh, here's what I would do is one, ask yourself the question, do you think this relationship is completely over? And you gave it 100%. If you feel like you have done that and it is over, out. But what does that matter with her texting other people going, I'm out. I'm just waiting until the money. Because it's least, at least give her a chance to explain herself on this. You go directly like, to her. You go directly to her, and you go, "What is this about?" And when you know, how long right. have you been thinking of this way? Man, that's pure evil. That um, one is a. That's pure evil. If that text actually went through, uh, I don't care if I've given forty percent to that yeah. relationship. I'm out. Preventative maintenance. I'm yeah. out. I, I think my I'm, immediate thing I'm is out. I'm out. But uh, there's other factors. Hate to say. I mean, like if there's kids involved, sure, and you know. It's at least visit this and watch how that person dances. Man. If they're dancing, they're going to dance because they're trying to protect. I, that answer better be absolutely that amazing. Because that one you'd you'd almost rather have it uh, them cheating on you. Rather oh, you'd than, rather have that over and over. That is 
That's pure evil. It, it is. And for her friend to, to go. scheme that. Well, f- have her friend say, I got to tell him. Her friend sees her as irredeemably evil in order to tell you. Let alone uh, sharing that thought. I, You know. When his dad dies, he gets money. Then I'm hitting him. She wants your dad's life's work. Now, could it have been in the uh, like a case like a Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? Where they're talking in a text conversation. Yeah, that one doesn't. Like, well, no, because died. the friend didn't see it as didn't a joke. Didn't seem that way. The friend went to you and said, hey, you should know this. Yeah. I don't know if that one's something I even chat with. I think I go back and go, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut you out of my dad's inheritance today. Well, he's still alive. What are you talking about? You know exactly what I'm effing talking about. Well. that You're irredeemably evil. I, I, there's, but she, he, there's forgivable and then there's the. That can't happen. Evil. Why? I don't know because it, it, it comes down to no matter what, after the fact that they were still together and he still inherits that, it, no, that's what it I'm still saying. becomes an asset. You dump her. Right. And you don't allow her oh, to have I dad's thought you work. Meant, no, look, I'm going to have you cutting cut you out. out. Yeah. I'm going to cut and you we're out done. by divorce. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to be here. Your plan has been, you know, I've found out. It, foiled. Yeah, it's foiled your, I foiled your plot. That is pure evil. You can't Especially say. if it's like... I like your planes. approach of trying to be nice, but that one's tough to be nice to. I'm at least uh, giving the... Uh, explain this away. <sighs> That's a t- I want to hear her answer. I'm with right. you on that. I want to hear but how she explains it the curiosity. Oh, I was just kidding? Yeah. Still not good enough. Your friend didn't seem to think you were kidding. Your friend saw you as an evil C-word, too. Then And then, then the other side of it, of course, we're hearing his... You know, what would make her think this way? Maybe he's the biggest dick in the world, yeah, but, but you still don't get dad's money. You know it's dead if it's yeah. that way. For Bottom sure. line is you go the give her the phone and you go dig out of this hole. Yeah. Don't even ask her. Dig out of this right now. Yep. You have one chance to, to dig out of this because I got you. Oof, that's a brutal one. Even if you were completely upset that day, sure, you, you, you've said many times you say things that you regret Absolutely. fights sure but you she wasn't fighting with no. you no she just told her friend here's my plan here's a thought <laughs> thought of the day and her friend's like bitch is evil i'm gonna tell him she's lost two relationships that day wow and a whole bunch of money the friend and <laughs> and a ton of cash yeah. <laughs> this chick is on a bad path oh, right. i was the friend hot it's a good point nail her friend yeah Payback somebody. Maybe that's why the friend's coming in. <laughs> yeah, maybe too. that is. I'm going to get in on this dad. Look, money. she put this text together. <laughs> and then evidently dad's coming in to say, I didn't hey. know you had an inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she fired it up. Oh, oh wouldn't, wouldn't that be, be a great double evil plot? If the other one was the evil one and yep. made this whole thing up to try to get in with him? Ooh, juicy. I hope that's true. You email back and go, get this. Either way, eliminate yourself from all this. Oh, yeah. Wow. You got evil at every turn, and they're eyeballing your dying dad. Oh, then I'll get him when it's valuable. Oh, yeah, that's something. That's where Dateline specials start. That's, you know, she's going to hit you after the inheritance inheritance clears. You're mourning the loss of your father. 
and that she's going to smash you with papers and take half of the inheritance, I would open her neck like OJ. Instead, I, OJ, you know, <laughs> I, I don't condone it, but I understand it. Instead, she splits it with her friend. Oh, who moves in? Well, then they're lesbians. <laughs> this is the best movie ever. Man, oh man, I'm sorry you're dealing with that. Brett, I'm going to go to the that Italian. What? What do you do? I'm out. Just out. immediately yeah. toast. Yeah. Yeah. You don't oh, get, I'm going to try to bang her friend. You don't yell. Yeah, well, that's so it. She's hot. But are you going to want to yeah. answer? You want give her the no, uh, no you're explanation? You're like, I found this. Bye. It, because he's already he's already uh, he's already got it in his head. It's never going to escape his head at this point. Like that, she could be doing that. And he's writing in because he's concerned about it. So I think, nah, I'm out. Or can you go to, like, your dad? Oof, this is a lot. But can you go to your dad and go, hey, for the inheritance, I want you to put it singularly in my name. But is it worth it? And, and, if you have and, to go through all that? Uh, yeah. I don't think it can. No, it's not. Yeah. But that's I, there's, there's legal ways to do everything. To say, basically, that this money cannot be taken in case of divorce. Like a prenup to his death, almost. Like, his money is like, it will not go to anyone but... Him, yeah, I even don't know. in case of a divorce, Maybe. you know, it is for he, it is his to keep forever. Almost like the way OJ's Hall of Fame money can't go to the Goldmans. Like you know, everything he earns outside of that HOF money, like his Hall of Fame money, so he gets twenty five thousand dollars a month, yeah. no matter what, and they can't touch that. It's, it's his retirement or something like. I don't know how it counts, but that that the Goldmans can't have any that, money he makes otherwise is theirs. That's one of the things that the ask during those proceedings yeah. like when you're going through it have, did you get any inheritance the last 12 months or the last right get a lawyer though and see if there's anything you can do to say no matter what because what if your dad just dies tomorrow you know unexpectedly right. get something written down now that you've got this and just say well I accept your like even if she has a good one just say I accept your uh, your answer but I'm going to go ahead and have my dad legally put in that that money belongs only to me and is distributed as I see it and is, n- is not an asset to the marriage. Yeah, I don't know. I'm but you're right. If you have to go through that, that's, a, that's an awful It's a hassle. That just means you hate her. And if she reacts And she's going to gonna hate you regardless. Exactly. Whether way. she's guilty Already or innocent, does. she's going to hate you. Yeah, because now you don't yep. believe in her. Oh, boy. That's dead. Crap. So I said out. Yeah, just bounce. And bang the friend. Oh, of course. As long as she's good looking. Well, yeah. I mean, if she's yeah. Lizzo rolling Yeah, if she's vanilla like, Lizzo, yeah, we're out. Yeah. yeah. Big old thing of jello. <laughs> It's out of control now. Natalie Portman is starring in an Apple TV series called Lady in the Lake, and they had to suspend production because one of their drivers was driving to the set, um, a local guy confronts him and says, uh, you start uh, filming there, we're going to start shooting people. Ooh. Unless you pay us 50 grand. Where were they, in Italy? No. That's what happened in the proposal in The Godfather. They said, you can film here, but we're going to have a say, and if we don't like what we see, we're going to start plugging away. Baltimore area? Do what you got to do. No, in Baltimore, you're getting shot if you go to Baltimore. Oh, yeah. they don't even have to, a local doesn't have to warn you. You landed in Baltimore. It's so, on the airport. It's so on your ticket. put a halt on production and found another location. And like, we're not going to yeah. mess with this area. I don't think they want us here. You get off the uh, plane in Baltimore and hop onto the uh, into the airport, and you hear, Welcome to Baltimore! And then just blasting. The, oh, this won't work. There it is. There. <laughs> Bullets flying everywhere. Every great TV show. The Wire. Uh, that one that they just did on uh, Apple. Uh, all about the corrupt Baltimore Police Department. Oh, uh, yeah. With the, um, the Sinners. 
We Own the City, isn't it? Something like oh, that. No. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Is that good? Anybody watch it? It's good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I like it's that. Yeah, it's really good. And then the uh, the Keepers, that's about the Baltimore Police Department and the Baltimore... Ca- Baltimore's a dump. Everywhere around it's beautiful. Camden Yards is beautiful. Outside of it, eh. Too close to where the Ravens play. <laughs> you can really smell the disgusting. Yeah, everything smells like the crabs have crawled up onto the shore and yeah. died. Place stinks. I hear Camden Yards is amazing, but you got to see an Orioles game in it. Yuck! I know. I know. This has been... Um, Charlie Sheen has been in a lawsuit for several years now about an ex-girlfriend who accuses him of exposing her to HIV. Right. Well, they settled it. She's going to get a... He's writing her a check for 120 grand. That's it? Yeah, 120K, which will be paid... Does she have the HIV? 10K... Uh, a month. Wait, did um, he did he give it to her, or was she just worried about? It? She uh, didn't. Uh, I don't think she has HIV. <laughs> he but, doesn't but, know. But, <laughs> but basically, the, the the deal of not um, disclosing that. Yeah, but if she doesn't have it, I'm not giving her a penny. Consider yourself lucky. You got off scot free just for the mere threat of HIV. That goes for everybody you sleep with. Yeah. What is it? What is one hundred and twenty grand every time you think you might have gotten HIV off me? She's got to have it, and if she's got it, she's an even bigger slut for taking one hundred and twenty grand for HIV for the rest of her life. Nope, just for exposing her to HIV and not telling her. That's exposing her. That means that yeah, she's I mean, they got, got it. it on. Well, yeah, but so what? Like later, she says I've got it, or he says I had it and I knew it. If she's off, if she doesn't have it, we're all exposed to something. Potentially, she claimed he dismissively told her to take pills to prevent transmission. So then she knew he, he had told it. her uh, not to believe the convenient rumors of the medical community. Okay, she you deserves don't HIV. That. Yeah, she does. If you're talking to Charlie Sheen about do you have HIV or not, and he's got two or three solutions to that, and you still sleep with him, how how are you getting a check for anything? Do you have HIV? I've heard that I do. I uh, don't believe the rumors, baby. Here's some aspirin. That'll knock that right out. Okay, I'm in. 10K a month for a year. And that f- gets rid of the fear that she did or did not catch it from it. There's a new TMZ documentary about Michael Jackson. And uh, some of the things they said Michael Jackson used 19 fake IDs to score drugs. And his main doctor had no idea... Um, yeah, that right. he's using these different, you know, IDs to get certain prescriptions. And then they said the propofil, he was drinking basically is a, cool, a yeah, Gatorade bottle worth of propofil. Why is he going in to get his prescriptions? Because he had so many different. Okay, but he's still he Michael wanted. Jackson. He's a drug addict. Uh, well, you're not following me. Is he going to the Walgreens? He had some. He had some of the doctors. No, he. I don't know. I mean, they were saying... No, he's not going. That's what I'm saying. So what does he need 19 IDs right. for? He's not walking into Walgreens. No, I'm sorry. That all the prescriptions aren't under his name. Right, but then you don't so need they, an ID. Somebody else would pick that up. Somebody other... other he's not walking yeah, in. But but he's, but he's using my the ID, propofol. so the, the prescription is for that other ID, but it goes to Michael Jackson. But what, that's what my, I'm saying. Like, when do you show your ID? The guy going in there. In other words, it's not Michael going in there. It's another person. Yeah. So he had 19 different people helping him. Yeah. Those aren't identifications. Those are people. Those people should be in jail too then. 
If the doctor went to jail for that. Yeah. The one doctor did. The original yeah, no, one. The, yeah, And he deserved that it. That was writing it. But yeah. the uh, other, his, his other doctor had no idea that he had all these other prescriptions going on. Never dis- disclosed that to the doctor. But who was writing them? Other doctors. Oh. And they're not in jail? Evidently not. Mm, Maybe they thought they were writing the prescription for... That's a pretty bad doctor. That's a... And you look a but lot the, like Michael the Jackson. One doctor no, that's that, not me. I'm not Michael Jackson. My name's <laughs> David. The one doctor that got in trouble was known... Right. ...being able to... In Hollywood. That was like, like hey, Conrad guy. Yeah, Conrad was, yeah. yeah. That guy went to jail. Yeah, that, that's well told. This new stuff. You've got 19 other people doing that. There's a lot of people that should go to jail for killing them. For enabling that. No, I work in a factory. I'm a steel man. It tickles when you touch my knees. Are you sure you're not Michael Jackson? Oh my God, you're being so ignorant. Stop. You're not. Bend over. I got to check your back. Oh, it's my favorite part. Former LSU coach Ed Ogeron. Got I'm some good. Man. Yeah. The yeah, Ed Ogeron, baby. He come all the, all the way down there from that bayou there. You know, well, I have another practice. I think he's happy he got fired. That's right. I got fired for my job. I'm unemployable. He's receiving $17 million. That Take that, Russell. You're $200,000 shot. <laughs> yeah, Ed Ogeron got himself uh, super sperms of his own. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to go from Russell to Ed Ogeron and not do that. This one I get. It, there's um weird. It's the Al Yankovic story. Uh, have you seen the preview for this? And Daniel Radcliffe. Right. So it's a parody. So It's, it's a parody nothing. of his life. He yeah. wrote... He's 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 having a go at his own existence, and man, is it good! Some of the things that they're talking about, you know, um, there's a thing where you know, yes, they're exaggerating on some of the yeah. stuff, but one of them binging on drugs and alcohol, and then having an affair with Madonna. Yeah, all of it is like. So, are there any little no. truths yeah, in it? Or? It's the whole thing. The whole point of it is to make it. And Doctor, Dem- if you if you've seen the preview, uh, Rain Wilson plays Doctor Demento, and it's it's like he's. Constantly scouting for the, it's basically if Queen the movie was a joke, it which it was. kind of was. Yeah, but he it's the Dewey Cox thing with a real guy, and the, and all of it's fake. Daniel Radcliffe looks yeah. pretty well, that, solid. That's the point. Is like Al's making himself like I was a ripped young superstar, and every lady wanted me. It's a parody of the other thing. It's fake. It's puts hilarious. a cigarette out in the guy's in the palm yeah. of a guy's hand that he got power hungry. I don't know that people are going to get it though. It, it's it looks, it's very uh, I don't know. It's very weird, Al. I think he's a genius. The the Jackson Park Express song is one of the most unbelievable pieces of art. When I heard that live, I was like, that's of all the concerts I've been to, it's a top fiver. Weird Al doing really? his originals, none of the parodies. He did a little medley of parodies, and I, I remember meeting him afterwards, and I told him, I'm like, I felt like this twice in my life now. Once after I saw Book of Mormon, and now you is that I don't know that I could ever be as creative as what I just watched or as smart. And I'm like, you've got a rep of being kind of a dope. Man, that Jackson Park Express song is just so smart, and it's funny. Ed Ogeron gets $17 million to not be the coach anymore. And they're paying – see, this is gonna is my political moment before we leave. The government has to pay off student loans because college is too expensive. LSU just paid one guy $17 million to not work there. And that's not unusual in a contract because Nick Saban bought a house in Alabama on campus. Buy. That's what I mean. He bought it for $3.5 million or something like that. 
School bought it from him the next day for four and said, you can keep it. So he made a million dollars and got a $4 million house in his name on top of the gigantic amount of money he gets paid by Alabama. Again, taxpayers will pay for student loans. Roll Tide. Come on. Scam. It's because one is a giant business. You don't touch it. It makes too much money. And you just took money away from that giant business. But that's what I don't get. Are tuition's going to go yeah, down? Yeah, 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 exactly. Are they going to, well, yeah, no, we got to drop tuitions to help out. It's never the case. We, we, we look at the forest and see zero trees. I don't understand how hard everything has to be. Seems easy. Stop paying coaches more than a million dollars a year with zero guarantees in college. That's how it should work. $17 million to not work here anymore? I'll take that all day. You know how hard I would have tried to get fired? I'd have accidentally had my dick out every time I came out of the bathroom. But did I do that again? My goodness, do I have a zipper issue. <laughs> We're going to have to let you go. Oh, isn't that a shame? So now I don't have to do anything for the next few years? Yeah. Here's $17 million. Get the hell out of here. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Stupid. And Ed seems happy with it. What else you got? Well, we already mentioned it kind of. Ozzy and uh, yeah. Sharon, they're leaving the United States. I have a theory about this with Ozzy and Sharon. He, he had some telling things he said when they interviewed him, which was, uh, I don't want to die in there. I want to be in America. There's shot every day. and There's kids in school and all that. Uh, I, I, I'm also English, and I don't want to be buried over here. At, yeah, forest law. I mean, he's about done. Somebody just gave him the death sentence. Because now he's talking. So he about, wants to be buried with his family. He wants back to in be. England. He wants to well, be. They close. couldn't just put him in a plane and right. ship him back. You can't haul him back. I just, I just don't like the way the morality of America has gone. You, you didn't help with that, Mister Moore. Yeah, you were the one biting bats off it. Of, come on, snorting ants. Yeah, and snorting everything ants, else. doing coke and everything else. I just, I just think the whole thing's going sideways. This, what's this world coming to? How bad is the world when Ozzy's like, look at these kids, they're acting like idiots. But yeah, I think when he started to talk about where he wanted to be buried, it wasn't about him being afraid he's being shot. He wants to die in his home in England. I, don't, I think I just think he feels I'm in the wrong spot. He's go, he's got a, like a 300 acre place back in England. Back to Sheffield. I want to go back to England and die there. Not get shot here. Nobody's going to shoot you, Ozzy. You never know. Well, it could be at a day's end, you know, and just sleeping and some guy tosses a Molly 12 cocktail of my room. And I won't, have a, about this. won't have a choice to be where you're buried. All right, and then once you're dead, then they just stuff you wherever you're closest, I think. I haven't mapped it out. I think, because he's got the Alzheimer's, uh, I think it's starting to kick in. Or Parkinson's, he's got Parkinson's, right? Does he have Alzheimer's too, or just Parkinson's? Yeah. I know, we gotta go. We're all Time! Back. I know we all have to go. We're getting back to England. Oh, oh, Sharon! It's a sound effect, Ozzy. Settle down. No, I just just don't want to die here. I feel so shaky. I love Ozzy, but come on. It's out of control now. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.